welcome to Agents of Damned. Obviously, it's me, Christina, and not Jordan, as per normal. Uh, if you haven't guessed yet, we're doing another special one-shot. This time, it's going to be for the winter one-shot for all of the fun holidays that are coming up. My absolute favorite time of year, next to Halloween, because you can't beat Halloween. Uh, so, we are going to be viewing into a little bit more of what happened at Damned several years prior to our agents joining. So you're going to get a little bit more insight into um, what it might be like for uh, Ryan, Alar, and Nisa to go on an adventure together. They are all going to be uh, going off and uh, checking out some rumors regarding um, a new Keeper of Winter who is going to be taking the place of her father, who has recently fallen too ill to continue keeping up with his daily responsibilities. Uh, this is a fate that will befall all Keepers of Winter due to the strenuous nature of their jobs and handling of the magic that goes along with it. The passing of this birthright is a very large festival, and it's celebrated every several hundred years by hordes of creatures who travel from across the lands for the event, and it's located in a place known as Kiani Falls. Uh, normally, this, this event is very well received by many people. Um, however, the agency has recently received rumors that there are evil forces looking to seal this artifact that is passed on to each new keeper. Uh, now, as we want to begin, let's introduce everyone to this event. Hi guys, I'm Katie and I will be playing Alar. Hey guys, I'm Jorgen. I accidentally moved my seat again so I have lost my DM status for the evening and I'll be playing Ryan instead. And hey guys, I'm Drew McLean, and uh, instead of playing my usual uh, good Dr. Arlo Aegon, uh, I will be playing the uh, artificer that you all know and love from the Forge, Nisa. And uh, I was gonna say something kind of like smart mouth about like Halloween being a clearly superior holiday, but after listening to my wife do that intro, I just want to say my wife's voice is so beautiful, you guys. Oh, get a room. Like, like, like literally, like literally, I was like, I fucking like her voice is so cute. I am, like, I'm very lucky. Oh, <laughs> Aww. Aww. Alright, everyone shut up. I, I already talked about my feelings. And we have a special guest today. Uh, hey everybody. My name's Bingo, and I'll be playing Jasper. Okay, so we will be first off, unfortunately for Bingo, starting off with all of our agents over at Damned HQ. Alright, let's see. Bookworm is still far too young for this. By the way, just like something that we all have like agreed on pre previously, this is before obviously like the canonical agents or even second chance joined, so yeah, super slim pickings. Bookworm is far too young. Orlo will not want to leave base and leave her alone with the Ricks. So that leaves me with Ava, Nisa, and Walgren. Guess I'll go talk to Ayla and Nisa. Uh, and Ryan would at that point head down to the forge to speak with them individually on this one, rather than trying to do a group huddle and see how that goes. Alright, so I guess like um in the forge, like Nisa is like running around talking at like a mile a minute, like um Try to get things ready before they go back to their um, their, their general home. 
where like she's supposed to be like getting like this big holiday dinner ready. Um, and you can just kind of hear her yelling like, "All right, come on, like like Morgan, Morgan, like get, like like get the lead out." Like I know that uh, this isn't like your favorite uh, you know time of year, but we really, I really, I really, really want to impress your mother this time. Ever since the incident, she hasn't really liked me very much. We're going, but we're we're gonna fix that, okay? We're gonna fix that, and that's gonna start with the perfect turkey. So we're we're going, okay? Just let me finish my beer. Nisa, my, my, my darling, my dear, my sunlight in the sky, please, for the love of all of the gods, stop with your incessant babbling. Alar, I, I know we have kind of a, um, a, a good candor between the two of us, and you know, we've, we've, found, we've reached an equilibrium. I will gut you like a fish today. Do not try me today. Don't you do it. Don't you do it, sweetie. Don't you do it. <laughs> Don't you sweetie me. My guts are far too fabulous for you to handle. I swear, we have one to, of these do, days. Do we have to do the campaign? I'm, I'm content listening to these two. <laughs> 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 I know. The amount of sacks is like, immeasurable. It can't be contained. I, I assume by this point I would have shown up. Ah... Yes, you would have definitely interrupted at some point. <laughs> and if it isn't our most magnificent boss lady, tell us, what can we do for you this evening? Ayla, over here, now. Coming. Haha, <laughs> Ayla has to work on the holiday. Mm. Oh boy, is this next one going to be fun? <laughs> Alright, so like, I pull Ayla over to the side, like, alright, now, listen. I realize it is the holiday season, whatever particular holiday it is that you have, like, I don't, forgive me if I sound ignorant, I'm not overly familiar with many of the festivities of non-draconic species. Elfmas. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get to you in a second. (laughs) But something has come up. I need your help. Would you be willing to go with me to Keone Falls and ensure that a dangerous artifact does not fall into the hands of someone potentially very dangerous? I see. (sighs) Yes, well, I suppose I can put aside a few plans in order to help you out. Excellent. The least I can do. I'm glad to hear it. I turn back into the room. Nisa, over here for a moment. What, what, wait, what, but, uh, oh, 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 oh. Just a moment. Oh. Oh, okay. Now, Nisa, I can tell just by looking that you are mm, a bit preoccupied with certain other things. Her eye twitches slightly. Most of which I notice is cooking. You do realize that... Orlo is still on base, and I'm sure we'll be more than willing to help you with this, yes? I, I, I do, I do understand that, but, uh, it does have to be me that, uh, that makes this up. Um, there's, um, there's history. There's history that needs to be, uh, made up for. I see. In the background, Alar is going. <laughs> Ryan just puts up a finger to shut him up. <laughs> I am sure that this matter of yours is extremely important. I can tell. And you know, you are one of the most invaluable members of this team. 
that being said, I am going to have to insist that you get Orlo's help, because I actually require your assistance with something. Alright, like, how long would this take in particular? I would say... Would I know about how long this would take? You you have a guesstimate of less than a week. Oh, that, I was going to say much lower than that. <laughs> I mean, it's probably, probably like a few days, but less than a week is probably what you probably. Guess. It's a full-on festival. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh no. You will most certainly be able... To complete your task in a timely enough manner, I assure you. It will not take very long at all. I won't miss dinner for the Holy Half-Pint Holiday Festival, right? When is that again? Uh, that is in two days. Certainly not. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Alright. I just want you to know that it took a lot for me to do that as Ryan. <laughs> Can I... <laughs> I'm surprised no one, like, lost their shit at Holy Half-Pint Holiday Festival. Can I roll- can I roll to see if Alar, like, can tell she's bluffing? Yeah, do it. Oh, good. What would that be? Um... It'd probably be your insight versus my deception. Mm Mm-hmm. Perception... 22. First of all, I said insight, but even then, um... Oh. You probably- Still 22. Yeah, no, you can you can tell I'm bullshitting. Ryan's not very good at lying. <laughs> I rolled a five. Oh. Oh no. Deception is not my strong suit. Oh god. What does what does Alar do? He just kind of gives a sassy little smirk while standing contrapasso. I am still holding my finger to keep you quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Contrapasso is, but I'm imagining that, like, smile from the Grinch Stole Christmas that slowly creeps <laughs> over his face. Yes, and contra. And then Ayla had a dreadfully awful idea. <laughs> <laughs> it means, um, it means he's standing off balance. Like, like when you stand on one leg with the other one kind of bent a little bit. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, like the strike a pose pose. Yeah. Strike a pose, pose, exactly. I imagine for Nisa, this is probably no different than how Alar is normally, so I don't know that Nisa would think anything of that, though. Yeah, that's probably that's probably just something that's in the realm of, like, yeah, he, he'd be doing that. Smoke son of a bitch, let's go! Before, before we go off, Nisa is just like, look, if I am not back by the time that we're getting everything prepared, make sure, make sure that that turkey comes out of the oven... At 7.45. 7.45. Not 8 o'clock, not 8.30, after you've already forgotten about it. 7.45. Can you do that for me? Okay, so that's that gets all buttoned up, and uh, Nisa is sadly drawn away from all of her stressful preparations. And you guys um, eventually all commandeer over to, uh, or gather over to the... Uh, teleporting area and are sent off to Kiani Falls. So Thank you for not making me talk to myself as both Ryan and Odart. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've done that. Would that would have been a fucking hilarious. Um, no, that wouldn't be that mean. So 
Um, as you guys are, as you guys actually arrive at Kaylee Falls from, from the teleporters, you are greeted with a bustling snow-covered land that's nestled at the foot of a group of large mountains. The air seems to have a constant breeze that speaks of storms, um, as the chill brushes over your skin. Uh, so, you know, as you are all aware, uh, this keeper of winter is going to be taking her place, um, for her father, Menda. So you know that you are looking for a high elf in this town who will be helping to prepare for this festival. Um, and as you guys are entering to town, I need you guys to roll me an investigation check. Or I guess a perception check. Ooh, ready? Oh, perception. Mm-hmm. 21. Oh, God, perception's beggar. Uh, 18. Oh, my perception is so bad now. <laughs> no, I've, I got used to being a fucking um, cleric, and so my perception was just like, yeah, fuck you, amount of perception. I still rolled well, I got a fucking 19. I was just like, oh yeah, it's only a 3 now. Oh cool, so the only wisdom-based person rolled the lowest. This is very telling. Good. So, I mean, it wasn't a very high DC because it's a very busy, busy town. And so there's a lot of talking going on as you guys are are entering. So um, you guys are overhearing as you enter the town. uh, You know, everyone's kind of talking about, oh, there's, you know, I heard the frost giants are coming down from the mountain. And, you know, even Marin's winter court is supposed to be showing up. You know, it's going to be really awesome. I can't wait to see how many people actually show up. There's going to be hundreds of people here. And... As you continue to walk into the center of town, you are eventually greeted by the sight of a young high elf um, who has a bow and quiver on her back. And standing next to her is a moon elf who has a stack of papers occasionally who is handing things out to people. Um, The crowd they're speaking to is pretty decent, but it's not overpowering. And you guys notice that the high elf is pointing about, uh, looking a little frantic, but she's trying to kind of remain composed. And the moon elf is occasionally jotting things down um, on the papers before handing them out to people and looking up and pointing off before one of the group would maybe affirmate to her and then run away. Um, I mean, what do you what do you guys do? Okay, two things. One, the second Ryan heard the words "frost giant," she had a visible reaction that was not pleasant. <laughs> okay. Two. Uh, what's a moon elf? Um, it's, it's just a, like, a wood elf, but, um, they usually have, like, blue, darker blue skin. Okay, uh, so I guess, since I'm the leader of this, I'd probably just walk up to, I guess the moon elf, I don't want to, like, immediately approach the child. That'd probably be less than ideal. Um, So... When I say child, she's of age. She's a little over a hundred years old. She's not like a baby elf. She's like a like just okay elf age. child. Got it. Yeah, she's an elf a child and an elf, but yeah, she's still an adult. I mean, you still said she seemed like off put, so I still don't want to like just someone she's presumably never met just walks up like, "Hey, what's wrong, kid?" <laughs> That's fair. Okay. So she goes up. What's going on? Do you want some candy? There's some in my van. (laughs) You're in danger. Come with me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I I, I do still want to approach the um, moon elf and just like, just just introduce myself. Hello. Good evening. Um, 
I am Ryan Dumbarev of the Damned Agency. I heard that there was to be a a passing of the crown, so to speak, and we figured we would come by and pay our respects to the new heir. The Muno finishes jotting something down and then turns and looks over at Ryan, like, full attention, and begins and she greets and she says, Hello, my name is Ren. It is a pleasure to meet you. Yes, there is a festival. The one who will be taking her throne will be Clover. And she looks over at the High Elf who is still kind of frazzled, um, and she says, It is a pleasure to meet you. Welcome to Kiani Falls. Thank you. The honor is truly mine. And at this point I will turn over to go like, It is an honor to meet you as well, young Clover. And I would bow to her as a sign of respect. Clover, uh, frazzled, turns and kind of hits herself in the face with her hair, which is in a ponytail, a very disheveled ponytail. And she says, Oh, hi! Uh, yes, nice to meet you! Yep, I'm Clover. It's a, it's a pleasure. No need to be so high-strung, my dear. It is quite all right. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's great. We're doing great. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, can, can we help you guys? It's it's great to see you. Simply come to pay our respects and waiting for the festive- for the coronation to begin in earnest. Though, as I said, I am here as a representative of Damned, not necessarily on business, just here to observe, but should you find yourself in need of anything, please do not feel afraid of coming to me and my co-patriots. And I would, at that point, motion over to, um, Alar and... I'm debating whether I should motion to Nisa, who is probably, at this point, a sweggy, matted mess. <laughs> Nisa is, like, in a little parka and, like, looks like she should be cold, but actually is, like, red-faced and sweating and bouncing up and down with, like, nervous energy. I, I motioned to Alar and Alar alone. <laughs> yeah, Aylar. Okay. Aylar gives a very flouncy bow. I mean, I am not over exaggerating when I say he really does this thing where he kind of like rolls his hand and like places it out to shake hers as he bows. She takes your hand and shakes it, and her hand is like full sweaty palm. Like she is a nervous wreck. Um, and the Moon Elf kind of actually places her hand on, on Clover's shoulder and whispers something in her ear, and Clover looks over at her, like, for a second, like, really wide-eyed, before going, thank you, I appreciate it, stop using that voice, you're going to scare the new people, please, and then runs off and, uh, doesn't even say anything to you guys, um, as she leaves, and jumps on a reindeer and like gallops away towards the back of the village and before you guys could really do much after that uh the one that introduced herself as ren comes back over and she goes <clears throat> well howdy i appreciate you guys coming to town and i know that uh you guys said that you're with damned and from what we've heard uh it looks like um things you know if you, if you guys are here to partake in the festivities uh, I'd suggest that you guys go ahead and find some uh, some lodging, because it looks like things are going to be uh, filling up pretty quickly. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's a lot of people in town. And, uh, you know, the, we really don't want you guys having any issues there. Um, 
and she kind of looks around for a second like something catches her eye and all of a sudden she literally hits her head with the stack of papers like brings it to her head she says oh gods no we forgot about that stone brain jasper oh no how could i do that i beg your pardon she uh looks over and approaching the group is this uh this Erica, uh, who looks like a pigeon and uh is very oily <laughs> in nature and oh my god let, we we gotta let bingo yes. ex- explain jasper yes. bingo please so you notice that this creature is leaning against essentially nothing uh, but seems very relaxed for some reason. And they look to you with a potion in their hand and they crack it open. <laughs> you motherfucker! Stop upstaging us! <laughs> What's up, kids? <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry, you're fired. Bingo, welcome. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, I love it. Oh boy. Uh, So, uh, you guys wanted to see me? Oh no. And uh, Ren continues. She says, I I apologize uh, for for Clover running off. She's been real stressed out, and I know when she gets like that, she is not helpful in the least. Um, I assure you that we are we are making sure everything is getting set up. Uh, however, we have a bit of an issue that I was helping her with, and I completely forgot about this. Um, you see, part of the festivities is that we have several competitions that go on. And Jasper over here had had a team, and it's a team of four. And a light kind of goes in her eyes as she's talking and realizes something. And she says, the, the other three from Jasper's team uh, happened to go missing, and we can't find them. I don't know if they got uh, a little too drunk and ended up in an alley somewhere. But it looks like there is at least two of you, which would help, um, and we would be able to probably find at least one other person to help out. So, um, and also, uh, competitors do get free lodging and food and all of that, and I mean, if you guys are with the, the agency and wanted to keep an eye on things, I mean, it would, it would give you a little bit easier access to some of the people that are going to be here, and it would really help me, and more importantly, it would, it would help uh, Clover out if you guys wanted to agree to help us, please, 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 please. That is if you guys can uh, keep up with me. <laughs> Nisa, like, uh, pipes up. Uh, I have a uh, query. Will helping out make the festival be done sooner? Yes. Then I am in. Let's do it. Nothing wrong with... Again, still bouncing around like nervous energy sweating red fucking little parka. Okay. Ryan actually... Nothing wrong with a bit of healthy competition. Alar says, and I assume... It, how tall is Alar again? Hang on a minute. He's a high elf, so he'd be pretty tall. Okay, so he's gonna, like, put his arm on, like, Nisa's head, like, using her as, like, a... It, 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 he's taller than her, I assume. She's a gnome! He has, he has, 
Yes. So he has his elbow, like, on the top of her head, like, kind of leaning on her like she's a surface. Uh, Nisa is going to, like, um, clock this and, like, wipe a whole bunch of sweat from her forehead and just, like, rub it on Alar's fancy-ass clothes. Uh, Ryan is real quick gonna talk, uh, just ask Ren, like, you said we would receive food and lodging, correct? Yes. Yes, you would. Can I assume that the nature of this cuisine is authentic local? Yes. Yes, it is. In fact, my family is part of the, the part of the bakery here, and we do a lot of the, the bacon that goes on, and uh, so most of it will honestly be prepared by myself and some of the other other family members, but, you know, the the chefs in town are, are real good, too. I see. One moment, please. I turn around and do, like, a quick huddle with um, Alar and Nisa, like, all right, listen, I understand you two do not talk, really get along, Nisa. I understand you are currently a nervous wreck. However, I think I can see a way for us to get through this quickly and efficiently, and in a way that works out for everyone. Nisa, I understand you are still currently... Uh, what is the best way I can put this? Um, a mad wreck over this holiday foul of yours. I believe that the best way for you to correct the mistakes of the past and truly make it a everlasting impression would be if you were to present Morgren's family with maybe something they'd never seen before. Like, I don't know, the local cuisines of an elven village such as this one. Festival cuisine at that. And then I turn over to Ilar. And in your case, that means Morgan will be gone for most of the holidays. Happy and content and out of your hair. Can I please get you two to cooperate for us to finish this as quickly as humanly possible? Of course, boss. I, I, I do feel like you attack my emotional state a lot in that statement, but that is a good point. So I am also um, all about it. Apologies. As you know, I'm not a great liar. <laughs> turn around. All right, we shall assist Jasper in whatever it is that is... What was it you said we would be doing again? Competing! She says as she claps her hands together, hearing that you guys agreed. (laughs) So, uh, she very quickly continues and explains, All right, so all the competitors are going to be staying at that inn over there. And she points over to probably one of the larger looming buildings that is in the town. And um, it, it looks like it's attached to the place that she had pointed out as the bakery, um, just kind of in this larger, more elaborate area of the of the town. And um, she says, that is the inn, that is the bakery, and then a huge like mansion next to it, as next to it as a huge mansion can be, she says, and that's where all the partying's gonna be. Uh, so if you need myself, I'll probably be at the bakery. If you need Clover for anything, although honestly, I don't think she'd be very helpful because of the way she is right now, uh, you can find her there. Uh, or you can find probably both of us in the bakery because she sometimes comes there if she's getting too stressed out. Um, kind of her best friend, so, uh, help her out a lot. (laughs) Um, but as long as you guys are on time for the competition tomorrow morning, it starts at 8. Um, and the party also starts at 8, but 8 tonight, um, then you guys will be all set. Um, so there'll be lots of food tonight starting at 8, and, uh, you know, it's like a, like a pre-competition party. So you'll get to hang out with some other people. 
Um, but I do have to get back to doing some more preparing uh, before tonight and tomorrow. Um, so if you'll please excuse me, then uh, I will be taking my leave now. I'm going to be totally honest. I have no idea who that was or what you guys were talking about. But my name's Jasper, and I'm half bird and half statue. I, I'll say. I do not believe that you're any part statue. Lisa, please don't. My dad was the statue. I think I know my lineage. How that is that... wonderful, Jasper. We are looking forward to working with you. Nisa, please, for the love of all that is good, do not egg on the weird bird man. But the logistics of such a... Oh, excuse me while I stretch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might have noticed my rippling muscles. That came from the statue. <laughs> I think we're going oh. to retire for the evening. We shall see you in the morning. Let's go. Okay, I'll cuddle. I'll be big spoon. Ugh. Oh my! Nisa holds a hand up and says, "Not it." I need you, John. Ja- uh, he 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 puts a finger to his nose and said, "Nose goes." <laughs> oh, really? Show off! You have a nose. That's pretty rude. <laughs> I'm over here with a beak. What am I supposed to say? Beak go? No, that's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. Oh my god. I think technically, um, Ryan doesn't have a nose either. She has a snout. Yeah, that's so messed up. That's so insensitive, honestly. <laughs> I mean, that also means that by default, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan pats her flaming nunchucks and says, Do it at risk of your own life. I'd recommend not. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you can be Big Spoon if you want. God. I'll sleep in my own bed, thank you. Well, I'm gonna go sleep in that tree. Oh my god. Um, so, I guess, you guys, sounds like you guys are gonna, gonna head back to uh, the, the lodging that was pointed out. Everyone to the lodge! <laughs> <laughs> and Nisa, despite her small stature, is like doing her best to shove everyone towards the lodge. <laughs> Perfect. So... As you guys do enter, uh, you you do kind of, um, you know, continue to hear the murmurings of, you know, everyone getting set up for the party. You, you occasionally see, uh, you know, part of the, the the chef's group walking around with covered trays of foods and, and some of the other, other bakers um, covered in flour and just carrying these huge platters along um, to go get it set up. Um, and so... You are all instructed on where your lodging will be. You are informed that all contestants must room together, as that is um, the way that things go. Uh, and uh, since Jasper is not with you, they do tell you, you know, the, the, the four people do have to be in the same room together um, to make sure everyone is on time, so that they can they can keep that moving. Uh, so <laughs> that that is instructed of you. But um, that they remind you that the party will be tonight for, for contestants and that um, Ren has already let them know that, that you guys will be helping out. Ryan slaps Alar on the shoulder and says, Go get him, little spoon. <laughs> I've been sitting on that one the entire time. I want to raise after this. You can just call out the door for me. I'm just kind of like perched in the tree. Is the, is the tree like, are you high enough in the tree that like I could see you like out of a window? Yeah, I'm just kind of there. Like it's very obviously just like a bird person that's just kind of hanging out on the outer ledges. And you feel like a little bit of pity for them, but also 
just like it's not someone you want to make eye contact with. Don't assume our emotions. Um, what? Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What kind of stuff is like in general, like around me? Is there like is there like a, a, a concierge desk pen or something that I can like pick up like a small object? Yeah, so it's it's a standard like lo- like hotel lodge. You know, it's it's a little bit more mountainy because it is again at the base of the mountains. So just imagine standard mountain lodge. Um, you know, hotel um greeting area. Uh, so you know, there's there's the lodge entrance with the concierge desk and you know a little fountain pen, um, and some seating and and um, fancy you know holiday decorations just all over the place. All right, I'm gonna grab the um. The, the fountain pen from the, the front desk and say, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I need to borrow this real quick. I'll, I'll bring it right back, I promise. Oh, of course. I go up to the, the window where I can see Jasper, and then I um, I cast Catapult on the pen at Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> if I may, missed opportunity, should have grabbed the bell. Fuck! Uh... Can I retcon to say the bell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I grab the hotel concierge bell. Actually, no, like, she goes up with the pen and then remembers the bell was there and goes, wait, this could be better. Runs back downstairs. Actually, I need the bell. Just real quick. Just real, real quick. I'll be right back. Just real quick with the bell. Okay. <laughs> runs, back, runs back upstairs, opens the window, and says, hey, Jasper! And then catapults the bell at him. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> Get inside! <laughs> Jasper, do you comply? Uh, yeah, I'd like to say that it hit me square in the face. I just kind of. Nah. I chop out of the tree, I smack against the ground, but I, I get up and I just kind of fly up to the window and I go, yes. <laughs> My lady, fully bleeding in the face. <laughs> um, you're, um, it's a bloody you're... beak. <laughs> he's like at the beak and just like just this ble- like bleeding fucked up beak. And she's like, "You got a little um, <laughs> you know what? Never mind. It's fine. Um, we just uh, you have to come inside." Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> if you exist, I suppose. Uh, yes, this will be enough room for me to stretch and flex. <laughs> I will get more bells if you don't stop that. <laughs> That's fair. I'll stand in this corner. <laughs> Nisa just kind of everything. fast walks away. Just thinking everything I have not to roll initiative right now. <laughs> Nisa. Nisa, are you enjoying your 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 time back in your your hometown? Um, well, I mean, it is kind of nice, but uh in general, I'm uh more concerned about just um you know returning to my life outside of my hometown i mean i grew up here but um it's not uh really where my uh my my head is at you know ayler ayler was gonna make a joke about her her having a cold personality like my dad who was a statue and not living. Can <laughs> <laughs> we please move on to the next morning? Well, no, so you guys, you guys actually have a party to get to later on that af- that evening. Oh, good. Yes. yes, so before you can retire, because it's only midday, uh, you do have a party later that night that you have to get to. So you hear what can only be described as the sound of bells ringing on the air, and all of a sudden, there's this 
large murmuring of a crowd, like, just swarming upon the area they had pointed out to you as where the party would be taking place that night. Like, almost as if they were they were just summoned there, and it's it looks like it's both people that are native to the town wearing similar clothing that you had seen Clover and Wren wearing earlier, and then again, lots of outsiders. Like, it is it is a massive, like, Gatsby-esque party that just starts happening. And, um, it, it's, it's very bustling and merry. As soon as I hear the bells, I just shout out, Nisa, stop attacking Jasper! <laughs> <laughs> first things first, that's not me. Second thing second, um, never. I, I do deserve it. If we're going to be honest, it's totally warranted. I never said it wasn't. It's just annoying. <laughs> also, I'm now realizing that's coming from outside. We should probably check on that. Oh, it might be time for the party. Oh, right, that was a thing. Alar is dressed, has changed his clothes, and is now wearing a fabulously, definitely gay, like, sequin outfit. Nice. You know, it's so really something when the only way you can describe an outfit is definitely gay. <laughs> definitely, definitely gay. gay. <laughs> is that guy gay? Oh, definitely. Have you seen the outfit? <laughs> oh, definitely. Just check that midriff, man. Like, faux show, no question. He's wearing like a button-down shirt where, where the belly is exposed. <laughs> one, of those, one of those sheer tops that shows off your figure. This is the best. He's got like yes. a fucking sports coat on like, with like it, a mesh It shows shirt. off his midriff. <laughs> He just looks fantastic. He's got, like, fishnet underneath it. Uh, <laughs> is it, like, a bimodal distribution of, like, character characteristics to make it gay? Is it, like, oh, if you have more than 20 sequins, it's gay? Is it, like, how much belly button is exposed? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it'd be hard to moderate the amount of naval spe- exposure. I feel like it's kind of an all or Is it a spectrum? <laughs> <laughs> or is it any navel is homosexual? Any. I think there's a meshing, ho- like a meshing Venn diagram of how gay is this outfit, <laughs> of all the different factors okay. combined. Interesting. Okay. I would, before we go on, like to say that like Nisa also comes up and just like a nice little like holiday outfit that like seems like, you know, like she she tried her best. It's like a nice little uh, outfit. Um, she walks out and by the time she has walked over to the door, it is already soaked through with sweat. Aww, poor Nisa. <laughs> She's like by the door, then she's like, open the door already. She's like, let's go, let's go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Ryan probably would have at this point changed into like, like a cross between like almost noble and military attire. Like just, I suppose like what a fantasy military person would wear to like a formal gathering like this. Okay. Oh, Jasper's in a toga and more oily than before. Oh. <laughs> wow, based on how I imagined him, that's more dressed. <laughs> we don't need to focus on my rippling muscles. I do that enough. Agreed. I have to say, you actually do look quite nice. Oh, thank you. So do you. Uh, I said Nisa. But, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I love the little sniffle at the end, like, oh, that, that, that's okay. <laughs> I'm not hurt. <laughs> I mean, from, don't get, don't get me wrong. From about here down, he said, like pointing to the sh- to the to the shoulders, you're actually 
quite nice looking. <laughs> Please put a paper bag over that head. Pigeons <laughs> 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 are like the third sexiest thing on earth. Nisa, it's gnomes <laughs> and trees. Nisa leans and statues. Nisa leans over to um, Alar and is like, "Actually, I'm pretty sure that like uh, underneath the pants is uh, still some bird stuff going on there." That was a party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan's been out the door. <laughs> Yikes! So, so you four will arrive. Um, you know, along with the crowds, and uh, as you get closer, you can hear lots of joyful and holiday-themed music on the air. Uh, you know, you start to be able to pick up more of the smells of nutmeg and cinnamon as the caterers that you had seen earlier carrying these, like, pre-prepared trays have now, you know, heated up all the food and are starting to carry the platters of sweets and creations um, out to the banquet, and just as soon as they place it down, it's, it's basically gone, and you know, they put another one in its place. Uh, you know, there's several pop-up bars set up among a large building, and there's various tables of, of cooked birds and other delicious concoctions just filling the tables that aren't being used to sit at. As you guys go in, you do see of note at the top of kind of these, like, double-sided stairs, um, Clover, who who is, you know, a little bit more put together, much less frazzled. And she does actually take note of you all as you enter and kind of smiles and smallly waves in your direction. Um, but it's it's very clear from the amount of people that are around her, she can't exactly approach you um, without, you know, maybe running into another crowd just with how busy it is. You know, you see that she's got her hair tied back in a, in a much more put together sweeping ponytail. There's a few loose pieces of it framing her face. Um, and um, you noticed, actually, earlier that once she had run off, as she jumped on her deer, that she had on a set of heels. And so she actually has the same set of heels on um, that she'd been wearing earlier, but, you know, any, any mud or anything has been kind of cleaned off of them, so she looks way more presentable. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the scene that you guys see as you come into this party. Nisa has already begun, like, distress-eating every bread-based thing that she can find. Ryan would never do this, but Jorgen is trying so hard not to say, I use a key point for Step of the Wind and jump up to Clover. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, I would just like to say that Jasper does, in fact, eat uh, bird meat, and is doing so, and rationalizes uh, it, because I also eat rocks. So I eat both halves of meat. Um, <laughs> I've I imagine the dance crew is staying the fuck away from you as much as we can. <laughs> Christ! Like, Nisa looks over, sees you eating bird meat, looks down, sees she's eating, like, a shameful amount of pie, and then just returns to her pie. <laughs> I honestly love the rationalization okay, of Jasper for eating bird meat because he eats rocks, and that's the other half of him, and birds do eat rocks to help with their digestion. But hey, his, you're gonna be cannibal, you full cannibal. I don't want to be a half cannibal. I want to go full in. That's my motto in life. Should we, um, should we be concerned about them? About which one? Either. Yes and no, I assume you know which one I'm referring to. Uh, fair enough. Well, I suppose we should go mingle then. Right. Is there anyone other than Clover that we see of note? I feel like approaching her might be a bit tricky. 
Um, I mean, there are, are groups of other people that are just kind of, you know, putting back beers and um, other alcoholic beverages. There's definitely a lot of eggnog going around. Um, but you guys don't take note of Ren. She's not currently um, in, in the building. Um, and, you know, there's a few guards posted about, you know, especially behind where Clover is. There's, there's a doorway um, and there's a guard that's there. Um, but just at, just at base, you don't currently notice anyone else that might be of, of importance. Um, if you want to roll investigation for looking for someone else important or perception, um, then you certainly can. Uh, I get the self feeling you're actually trying to, um, encourage us to talk to Clover, but I'll roll anyway. I don't suppose a 14 nets us a not Clover, does it? Uh, no, no. The only thing I think Ryan would notice with a 14 is that um, some of the competitors you hear, uh, other competitors that you hear are making such sounds uh, while also stuffing their face with birds. I'm just like, um, yeah, we're so going to beat everyone at tomorrow's competition. Like, you, they're never going to be able to keep up with us. And they're like uncomfortably close to you. I walk over to the plot. <laughs> I walk over to the plot. <laughs> could I, um, could I cast Misty Step to get over to her? Yeah, definitely. If, well, yeah, you can get you can get close to her. With, cause Misty Step is, I think, 30 feet, right? Let's see. It says, yes, up to 30 feet. Yeah, so you can get close to her. Good evening, Miss Clover. Oh, oh, whew, whew. Oh, hello! And as she turns, you actually notice she's holding onto the railing as she turns and doesn't let go of it. Are you quite alright? Oh, you, yes, yes, good, sorry. You just, you, you surprised me. My apologies. I wanted to come and tell you what a glorious party this is. Oh, thanks! Yeah, we we spent a lot of time putting it together, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It, it does seem as though it could be quite crowded, but honestly, it's a wondrous turnout. I'm sure you're very proud. Oh, yes, yes, very proud. Yes, indeed. And your outfit? Stunning, if I might say so myself. Oh, thanks! Yes, it's not something I normally wear, but it's definitely, it's definitely awesome. Times like this, it's the best time to, uh, be a little less like your normal self and treat yourself. Sure, yeah, of course, definitely. Um, so, I mean, how, how is everything, you know, since since you guys have gotten into town, how's everything going? Um, you know, anything, anything of note that you guys have anything you wanted to ask about? Not so far, honestly. I wanted to, uh, to see if you had any concerns yourself. Mm, no, no, not nothing, nothing really. I can't think of anything. Um, you know, it's just been just been pretty chaotic getting everything everything ready. Honestly, I mean, you know, there's there's really nothing that that I can think of. And she's she's kind of almost backing herself onto the railing, still holding on to it. You know, shuffling a little bit, like she's a bit uncomfortable. Um, Aww. but um. She, she looks, other, other than, like, very much leaning against the railing, um, a little bit more like the frenzied stuff you'd seen earlier. And Alar, roll me insight. 
Yes, Queen. More of a curiosity, and this may just be me digging through, how high up is she? Are you asking if she's about to fall off the railing? <laughs> well, no, I keep hearing hanging onto the railing, and that triggered some fear of heights nonsense I've lived with on a regular basis, so... Oh. Uh, well, I mean, the the little, like, elevated platform is probably only about, you know, 15 feet up from the ground. That's itself. plenty! So, it's, it's just, like, one of those, like, walking stairs that, like, helps, like, look up over into the party space. Uh, that's a non-natural 20. Oh, so you definitely notice this. You think it's kind of weird that for someone who was wearing heels earlier, and, uh, for someone who is wearing the same heels now, like, that obviously looked like they had to be cleaned off, and would be, um you know, something that some, this person wears for a while, that the fact they're leaning against this railing for support and is shuffling about on them like they're uncomfortable is kind of weird. She fucking ran off! Is this going to be a Padme situation? Do I notice anything odd about the shoes? No, the shoes are the, exactly the same, um, other than the fact they've been cleaned off and, and the fact that, um, that Clover herself is uncomfortable in them. Please tell me one of y'all has, like, detect magic or some shit. That's what I'm looking at. Hang on just a second. I don't remember if I had that one in your thing. Oh, I please, think I do. Hold please, please. Ma- oh my Christ, we're relying on the bird. <laughs> You're relying on the bird currently mm. eating bird meat. Uh, n- n- no, I don't. Oh I don't God. know if I'm Wait. relieved or upset by that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, listen. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, oh, no, we're to be best clear, friends, and you're gonna have to this. rely Ryan on me. Ryan is deeply upset that I ha- having to be within like a quarter mile of you. Aw, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're all best friends all the time. There's no conflicts between us at all. I cannot believe that we didn't prepare to tech magic. I do have mage hand. Oh well, so I can lend you a hand. You can feel me from a distance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here's something I'll give you guys. Uh, I, I assume by this point that Ryan has also made her way over here. Yeah, probably. The non-caster. Ryan and Alar, you can both, because the other two are currently uh, stuffing their faces, you can both roll me... Um, mm, I don't know if this would be another insight or history. I, I can do history. That's one To remember something ones. about the past. I can do insight. Alright, well, we'll split it that way. God fucking damn it! Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Natural twenty. <laughs> Say it out for me one more time, Katie. I got a natural twenty. So, here's something that you guys would have remembered that was kind of interesting for someone being two different people. Both Clover and Ren have the same dark, deep blue eyes. Ren is not presently here, correct? Right. Oh, no. It is a Padme situation. Oh, boy. Well, Aylor, you're the one that figured that one out. I just showed up. I can't do much. Aylor, Aylor keeps it calm. He, he's, he's, he's pretty good at hiding what he's thinking. So he, he, he just kind of like... So, where is your friend from earlier? Oh, uh, you mean, you mean Ren? Yes. You know, she's busy right now helping out with the other bakers. I haven't seen her in a while, to be honest. That makes quite a lot of sense, actually. With a dine, with a, with a buffet quite like this, I, I do assume that, uh, it requires quite a lot of work. 
yeah, you know, she's spent so much time putting it together. Um, you know, it's been it's been quite an endeavor. Okay, so yeah, you guys have have noticed up to this point, or at least Alar has noticed up to this point, that it's again strange that um, this person is you know having difficulty standing in these shoes that it looks like they had previously like would have been wearing, and for someone that is involved in as much fashion as Alar is, like would definitely know that. Um, and it's also kind of weird that both of them had the exact same eyes. We, we, we know it's Ren. <laughs> you guys do, but your characters don't. As is the common issue with D&D. <laughs> Indeed. I'll say, like, Alar could, like, either, like, use Mage Hand to, like, beckon someone over to, like, tell them, or I think he could just hold his arm out and then, like, make cuckoo pigeon noises and Jasper would probably come land on it. Yeah, but then we'd have to involve Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Ryan, Ryan and Jasper are now right next to each other, so he's just trying to figure out a way to subtly tell her. I'm sorry, hold on. Did you say Ryan and Jasper? Uh, 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 the Alar. Ryan's been avoiding Bird Boy like the plague. Jasper is desperate for attention. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like eating birds. <laughs> I mean, falcons eat birds, so, like... You stop supporting this bad behavior! <laughs> He's so mean to me, and I'm just trying to do bird things, like eating other birds. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Die on that cross! Ever met a pelican? Alar, <laughs> as you're over there, like, trying to figure out how to relay this knowledge to Ryan, Nisa, roll me perception. Uh, that's gonna be... 19. So... From one of the very tall windows on the bottom floor, uh, kind of poking about from a pillar, you catch a glimpse of Clover trying to catch Clover's attention. And just as she notices, like you starting to like turn around for a second, she ducks back behind the pillar. Um, so like she's is she she's in the room behind a pillar, or she's outside behind a pillar? Outside. All right, and how 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 high up is this uh this window? It, you're on the bottom floor. It's like one of those like large like floor floor to ceiling kind of styles. Like you know in the fancy hotels when they have those big like open natural light type windows. But there's like support columns along each panel of it to like help like with the structure of it. She like sees this um, size heavily. He's like, ah, I'm probably gonna have to do something about that. On my way over, I just like I just call over Jasper. I'm like, Bird, come on. And just, like, I, I tap on the window. So, you you see that Clover, for a second, does not look over at you. Like, she is trying to pretend like she did not notice you tapping on the window. Um, I'm gonna use Mage Hand and then just poke her in the head with it. How hard does it poke her in the head? Um, like, it feels like it was meant to be gentle, but it definitely isn't. She, uh, she does, like, this time, like, legitimately stumble on the heels that she is wearing. She goes, ow, hi. And she, like, kind of looks over at you sheepishly and just waves again. Nisa is, like, looking at her, like, through, like, half teary eyes, like, with all of her stress. And she's like, not now. (laughs) Whatever is going on, not now. Clover, like, like leans over and for no reason, because this doesn't help, like, puts a hand on her mouth like she's trying to whisper. She's like, go get her. I need her. Nisa just kind of throws her hands up and is like, fine, fine. And, like, looks back at the crowd and sees how difficult it would be to get around. 
and then turns over to Jasper and it just kind of nudges him with her elbow. Jasper's gonna uh, jostle awake and go, Yeah! I agree. (laughs) Jasper, please go um, fetch the other clover who's over there. I know what clovers look like. Okay. No, not Jasper, not the plant. Oh, he's he's already gone? (laughs) I'm gonna fly to clover the person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you, you, you fly up next to Clover? Yes. It's inside Clover? Uh, inside Clover, again, freaks. And is like, oh, Jesus, why do you guys keep doing this? Uh, hello, uh, plant. Um, I've been sent <laughs> to collect you by, I think, uh, you. I don't really know. Her eyes go super wide, and she looks over towards, like, the window, and she's like, oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Clover, what the hell? And she's just like, she looks over at you two, she's like, alright, 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 come on, let's go. Ryan is just shot, is like, wait, what? Just... <laughs> Do they all change their dialects at a moment's notice? What is this place? God, this is worse than last year's Halloween party with the fun pals! <laughs> Like, Ryan never really got to be, like, abreast of any of this. I feel like all this, like, happened and Ryan was like, ooh, they have shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) So, inside Clover stumbles her ass down the stairs. Like, you were pretty sure she's gonna fall at some point. This girl is not good at walking on heels, but she is doing her best to fucking, like, deceive all of you. And she... She, she keeps herself up, but she is, like, not doing good. Like, you you are pretty sure she's going to roll her ankle if she does not get help. Ooh, can I offer my hand? Yeah, and she gladly takes it if you do. It's very, it's very oily. And full of birds. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I know I'm going to regret the next word that comes out of my mouth. Explain. The the bird? Or the oil? Like No, I know the oil. I, I established that canon. That's that's my oh, suit to the, bear. The, the bird meat is just for later. Okay, you're just holding more food. I wasn't sure if you meant that or you. I just called in, like, what you assumed was your brother, and it is just cupped in your hand. <laughs> this is my half-brother. Pigeon. I can't assume you. He really took after my mom. I accidentally ate my sister once, but, you know, it's the way these things are. <laughs> the pigeon is clearly a random pigeon that is visibly terrified that you oh take it. So, so, so Ren Clover looks at you and she's like, you're very oily. Like, I'm a little concerned. A little bit. You'd probably be really good at making bread. It would never stick to you. You, you gotta maintain, you know, a half statue. You gotta oil this statue. Oh. Can someone explain to me what is going on? Inside Clover, like, looks at her, like, kind of, like, like squints a second. She's like, one second. And continues walking badly outside to go meet up with outside Clover. And as you guys go out there, 
she like lets go of Jasper's hand and shifts back into her what you had seen her earlier um, as as Moon Elf Clover, and she's she's like, I forgot to tell y'all earlier because I forget that outsiders aren't privy to this information. Uh, changelings are really common in this town. Oh no! And uh, I am one, and. Uh, you know, I am Clover's best friend, so I'd do anything to help her out. And she needed to go check on something. So this is real Clover. I'm not real Clover. I'm awful at walking in heels. I fucking hate them. But uh, yeah, she was just trying to, we were trying to keep everything on the down low. Clover, what what did you find? And Clover uh, gets up from where she had been like kind of crouched down, continuing to hide from anyone else that may have seen her. And sheepishly gets up and like brushes herself off. And she is wearing the fancy things and is a little bit more put together, but her shoes are very much still dirty. And um, she's like, so Deerling had noticed that there were some weird tracks and I couldn't really get any information out of him. He's really confusing. I mean, he's just a deer, but... I mean, it seems like it's probably okay. The wand is still over in Dad's study, and there's nothing to be worried about as far as that. The guards haven't seen anything weird, and, you know, everything seems like it's okay, but it was just something I needed to look at. And she looks over at um, all of you and specifically looks at Ryan because, you know, Ryan was the first one that introduced herself when everything happened earlier. And she's just like, this may be something that you guys can help us with. Um, if you guys, you know get any any wind of anything happening um please let us know but i mean it doesn't seem like anything really is going on i think my deer just got scared because he's a deer i would um before we like respond in character i'd like to ask two questions yes um the first question uh did you expect us to just gloss over the fact that you named a deer fucking dearly (laughs) (laughs) are you guys gonna get away with that you thought I we were just going to let that, that happen? What did you hear, Jordan? I heard Deerling and thought this That's was just straight up a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> no, oh, the Deerling? Name was Deerling. Yeah. Jordan, you heard correctly. I also heard Deerling. That's slightly less bad. Okay, so this bad. is a Pokemon trainer then. Cool. I'm already kind of like dancing with that potential copyright claim as is. Let's not tempt fate too much. Disney's already <laughs> trying to kill us. <laughs> uh, question, question number two. Question number two. Um, so it seems like the MacGuffin of this uh, campaign is going to be that wand that you have mentioned. Uh, does that mean that uh, we are going to be like so many Ludos in Star vs. the Force of Evil, where our mission is to get the wand? It's more like to protect the wand and keep an eye out for shit, but yes. <laughs> okay, so get we're Marco Diaz by that yeah. analogy. <laughs> yeah. You're the most Marco Diaz out of all of us with your Kung Fu. Yes, thank you, Amor. Yeah, so Real Clover looks over at you, Ryan, and she's like, Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I think it's just that that um, my deer got confused, so it's okay. Um, but if you guys can just help us keep an eye out for things, it, sh- it should be fine, you know. Um, you know, my dad's in the study with everything, and so there's not really anything I'm worried about. Um, I think everything should be fine, at least, at least until tomorrow. I'm not really worried about anything. Yeah, I anticipate no conflict. At all. Oh yes, it shall, yeah, it shall no, be completely I can't, I can't fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't expect any sort of uh, issues or anything like that to arise. Yeah, no, that was the final boss. Was just noticing it was random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, we're all good. 
I would say, like, um, Nisa might, like, interject and say, Um, if you're worried about the wand, why don't we just put a bunch of traps around it? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. That's already been done. My dad is really paranoid. Um, and also, the wand can only can only really tune in with one person at a time. It actually is kind of cool. It only really takes the shape of um, however it's going to appear for the person that's currently you know in tune with it, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Um, like for my dad, it's like this cool looking scepter thing. And I think for for his his grandma, it was a sword. And it's, it's really kind of cool what it does. But no, I think it'll be okay. At least for tonight, everything should be fine. But um, yeah, no, if you guys hear anything, please let me know. Um, because I'm so stressed out. I don't know how I'm going to be able to contend with all this. But I'm doing my best. And she smiles as big as she can, still freaking the fuck out. Okay, two things. One, Drew, I did not realize how on the fucking nose you were about that Star vs. the Forces, Forces of Evil thing. Holy shit. I didn't either. Two, uh, back in character, Ryan puts a hand on her shoulder and says, Look, truth be told, we had actually come here because we were afraid that there may be some potential issues as far as how well this whole thing may go on. We had no reason to suspect it, but better safe than sorry. So, why don't you go and enjoy the festivities, and try to relax a little bit, and we will do our job. Real Clover is partially hyperventilating, and she's like, Enjoy the festivities? Okay, I can do that. Are you sure? Um, Ren, let's go! And Ren, Ren, just pats her on the shoulder, like, on the back, and she's like, yep, you, you got it, you got it, Clover, I, I believe in you, you can, you can sure do it, uh, yep, and she just, she nods at you, she's like, I, I, I've got this, it, it's okay, I, I'll take care of her. <laughs> that girl's gonna be dead by the morning. <laughs> Nisa, like, um, she kind of, like, uh, stops her, and, like, for, for the first time this whole adventure, she starts, like, thinking about something other than, like, what she needs to get back to, and what she knows is that this young girl is, is as stressed as she is, or, or arguably even more. And, uh, she says, like, Ah, oh, hey, hey, hey. Um, uh, well, first, I'm sorry I, uh, I poked you a bit hard with the, uh, the mage hand there. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit stressed myself, so I, uh, I feel where you're coming from. Oh, it's okay. My dad has definitely done worse. You can't be prepared for anything. He likes to randomly throw darts at me, but it's okay. Um, I'm sorry, what was that? Yes, I'm going to need a double take on that. That's a lot of emotional baggage to solve. Your, your families don't also prepare you for random ambushes all the time? I mean, yes, but I also come from a military background. Well, you can never be too prepared, especially when you have random giant festivals every several hundred years. I, I would say that it's probably a bit excessive to throw the, the darts at you, but we'll, um... Yeah, well, I, I suppose we'll circle back to that a, a different time. But I wanted to, um, I wanted to tell you something that might help you feel better and feel less stressed. Um, and it's about um, a young woman who is um, nameless and is not present. And um, one time, uh, she uh, she she met a wonderful man and uh, they got married. And to impress her mother-in-law, she wanted to cook a, a full-course meal. Um, and uh, she uh, 
she uh, she was a wonderful inventor and she attempted to create a device that would uh, cook a turkey in a minute um, and it did not go well um, there was fire and explosions involved um, someone's beard might have gotten burned off permanently and they might still be a little bit sore about that but that's neither here nor there the point is that that young woman still came back from that mistake and she's currently fine in every way and she uh she, she figured her stuff out even though you know sometimes things don't go the way they're supposed to so you can't uh you you can't spend all of your time worrying about what can go wrong and being nervous about it sometimes you just have to keep moving forward you know Nisa roll deception since you're trying not to say that it's you I was say, we're getting a, lo- a surprising amount of Nisa lore in this. I love it. So that is going to... Oh, goddamn, my charisma's not good. That's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> so she she immediately clocks that um, this person is you that you're talking about, and she's like, Oh, it's okay, I've burned someone too. That's why I'm not allowed... That's why Ren doesn't allow me in the bakery anymore. I almost caught it on fire. She rests a hand on her shoulder and says, Sweetie, if I gave up after every bakery that I caught fire, I would never have made it to Damned. We're going to need to have a talk about the war you guys are just kind of forcing me to conform to. (laughs) I had no idea that you were a serial arsonist. That's pretty... That's pretty Pog. I don't know. That's based. <laughs> what is Pog? I don't know. Am I old I now? I'm just trying to blend I think in. I'm old. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what these words mean, okay? I'm just trying to be hip. Ren gathers Clover up and kind of ushers her back inside, and she kind of gives you guys, like, a thumbs up, like, a, like in a thank you. Um, and pushes Clover on in, and you kind of see them start to mingle with everyone, and uh, Clover immediately, like, when she enters the party, you can uh, kind of notice that she gets this, like, fake look, like, everything's fine, nothing's been going on, and, you know, the party kind of goes on as normal. Um, what do you guys decide to do while you're still outside? Contemplate my life. I think we should go look at the wand. The one that we have been informed is being heavily booby-trapped? Um, I don't know what that word means. Like <laughs> <laughs> Nisa just kind of like breathes out, breathes out a very long sigh, and like Lear just kind of like sits down, and like lays down in the snow a little bit, and it's like uh, we should uh, we should do something about the, the the things. I don't know, man. Right. It would appear we. Can are I make a snow angel next to her? I'm sorry, Jordan. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do I'm it. gonna make a snow angel next to you. <laughs> like extra angelly because I have wings, so I have a quadro angel. You have a snow angel, but like ironically, it doesn't turn out right because you're using too many limbs. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's just like a blob. It's a circle. It's a fucking circle. <laughs> <laughs> With rippling muscles. What, what does Ryan say? Uh, Ryan 
seeing this, <laughs> I think it's safe to say that at least most of us will be uh, keeping some form of watch over the manor. Um, I would advise those of us who are not emotionally distressed or making snow circles uh, will be the lookouts. Everyone else should get some rest for tomorrow. I wonder who they're talking to. <laughs> it's a it's a mystery. <laughs> it is, truly. <laughs> Nisa looks over to Jasper and is like, I, I kind of spaced out. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Just go to bed. <laughs> okay, so you guys go back to your quarters. Um, you got you said you're gonna rotate, keeping watch. I imagine it'd mostly be like Ryan and Alar, since yep. Alar like is a half a uh, high elf, so he only needs four hours. And then mm-hmm. Nisa appears to be having a moment, and Ryan does not trust Jasper for shit. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you guys settle in for the evening, it's. Unfortunately, while you are keeping watch, you do notice that the snowfall starts to pick up very heavily. Because, as earlier stated, there was a storm coming through, and so it is now heavy-ass snowfall just landing on the town. Um, Pretty appropriate for for this time of the year, especially, um, and in a winter town. But, you know, um, go ahead, and whoever is for first watch, uh, roll me... I don't know if this one would be... I guess... What, what are you guys looking... You guys are just looking for anything, or... That's how I would imagine it would go. Okay, so I guess this would just be a perception check. Uh, am I on first watch, or are you, Ryan? I don't know, Little Spoon. What you thinking? <laughs> first watch it is. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, you must have rolled really high. Oh, that's my, what, second... Natural 20 of the game. You know, it's nice being on this side of it. (laughs) It is nice being on this side of it. Alright, so... As you are taking watch, Alar, through the snowfall, you notice a weird, small, angry creature. You really can't necessarily make out what exactly it is. But it kind of waddles. It's Nisa. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> it's kind going of... back and making that turkey. The snow, the snow can calm my rage. <laughs> oh my god! Nothing will help me stop sweating. Nothing. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's kind of waddly, and. That's that's really honestly all you can really tell. It's it, it's heading away from the um the place where you'd been pointed out that that Ren and her father would be would be at. Um, it's so it's not going towards that. Um, it it doesn't look like it's really moving with any difficulty or irregularity, but it it is kind of waddling about, just looking like a waddly small thing. Okay, so I see. I see I see this angry thing waddling towards me, and I assume that it's Nisa. With well, a 20, I think you can see past my <laughs> dumb joke. That's fair. Alright, so there's an angry penguin outside. 
Yeah, no, you know it's not Nisa, um, but because of how heavy the snowfall is, you aren't exactly sure what it is. Alright. You just know that it is a small creature and it waddles. Angry penguin. And there were a lot of birds at the the feast earlier. You do you do know that birds are very common in this town, at least of the waddling variety that would be cooked. Was Jasper eating penguin? Christina, is it actually a penguin? He's not even a penguin. Wait, I have a theory. That's the wrong waddle. I have a theory. Wrong waddling. What's your theory? <laughs> I think it's Jasper's brother, Asper, who got the inverse, where he has a human head and a bird body. Oh, I hate all of that. Please stop. <laughs> I don't often call out for this, but someone please draw that. I'm going to call out for something unusual, too. No one draw that. Yeah. <laughs> it's already been drawn. You can't stop art. Oh, God. <laughs> I can try. the human head is way too big for the bird body, so the head just kind of drags. <laughs> because I understand why the anatomy is horrifying. It just drags along the snow. <laughs> imagine this thing dragging its own head with all of its but might, it's a, and I hate it. a very it. handsome head. It looks like Michelangelo. It has, like, soft curls and, like, a chiseled <laughs> jaw. <laughs> Alright, well, fuck the rest of the campaign. That's exactly what's going on outside. <laughs> <laughs> Christina, I will step in and stop you. Don't. No, not really, but, um... Yeah, you, you, I'll just say, like, also with your nat 20, you do remember there were a lot of other types of, like, birds that it looks like, you know, could maybe fit that description from what you saw at the feast earlier. Okay. I guess I'm just gonna hold off for now and see if it comes any closer. Okay. So, it, it kind of just is weirdly like, ominous out there, uh, the, the small thing that you see, um, it doesn't, it doesn't get closer, but it is just kind of, I guess the easiest way to describe it is ominously existent out there. Ominously existing. Yes, like, looking at this thing, you're just like, you, you just don't like looking at this thing. Okay. But it doesn't really seem like... Um, yeah, no, so it doesn't, it doesn't get closer, um, but it, you don't, you don't get a good vibe looking at it, just something about it is off. Okay. I mean, do you, do you want to try to cast a spell on it? Do you want to wake Asper. up anyone I else in the God. party and let them know that it's out there? Do you, do you want to go try to see what it is by yourself? I'm gonna... I think you should go kick it. I second that. <laughs> <laughs> So, if I'm resting in the hotel, are we spooning, or no? <laughs> Alar is, like, fully awake, but, like, Jasper is still spooning Don't pigeon sleep standing up. Okay, so here's my theory, my, like, actual- I do think that the spooning idea is fun, but I think that, in actuality, uh, Jasper would stand in the corner, like, completely still, in a contrapposto po- pose- uh, just like his dad. <laughs> Why do you do this? Uh, Why do you do this? And I think that... <laughs> uh, he sleeps in a position 
position of a marble statue. <laughs> yeah. I think canonically, yeah. But I do like the idea of us spooning, um, if only so that we can get closer as a team. How big is the waddling thing, do we know? Alar can tell that it is it is the size of um, some kind of small waddling creature. Um, roughly the size of one of the birds that you had seen at the at the feast earlier. Absolutely go kick it. I don't know. I know I'm not there, but <laughs> this is your conscious <laughs> speaking. Like, Jasper is our conscious. But like I don't feel I don't feel threatened by it. Um but guess where I am. Did you see something? Some ominous creature waddling outside. I look in the corner where I saw Jasper sleeping just to make sure it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone! No. <laughs> Waddling, not flexing. I've come to expect literally nothing is to be expected with that thing. Raya looks outside and is like, that storm looks pretty bad. Honestly, I feel like at this point... Would you say it was something we should be immediately concerned about, or can it perhaps wait for the storm to pass? I'm sure you're right, and we probably could wait until morning, but I did want to bring it up in case... If it will, in case it becomes a problem. It has been noted. Shall we tag out? Indeed. Alright, get your trance. I'll keep an eye out for our waddling friend... Carefully glances over at Jasper one more time just to make sure. As does Ryan. I'm cooing in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you for doing that. Have you guys ever seen? Have you guys ever seen a bird sleep? Actually, they like tuck their heads into their like chest, kind of. I'm kind of like that. Just, just <laughs> nose first in your armpit. Your very, very human armpit. Very, like, like he's flexing in his sleep. <laughs> but contrapasto, so very dignified. Oh, Lord. So, Ryan, uh, as you are awake and also keeping an eye on the uh, ominous waddling friend outside, um, you can also go ahead and I would say um, this would probably just still be a perception check just for keeping like a general watch out there. Hmm. Man, that's a real heavy snowstorm out there. <laughs> What'd you get? Eight. Eight? Yeah, I'll put no. this dice over to the side with the other failure. <laughs> You've been, uh, you're staring outside so much that honestly the snow just kind of, like, it, it just all blends together. You're really not sure where the snow starts or stops or, uh, you know, it, you think the bird is still out there, this waddling bird looking thing, but that's, that's about all you can tell. Jasper just keeps cooing very loudly, and it's super distracting. <laughs> <laughs> the oil slick has started to spread over to the window. Ah, Why does this thing present so much body oil? Oh, God, it's disgusting. <laughs> what does Ryan like look over? And Jasper is like almost in like a sleepwalking, just like applying more oil to himself. <laughs> Like, jumping a bat? <laughs> just pulled out, like, a milk jug filled with oil. <laughs> 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 oh, 
where the oil that comes out of the the multiple item creation thing comes from. It's from Jasper. The alchemy jug. <laughs> the alchemy jug oil. Jasper has an alchemy jug, but it only produces body oil. <laughs> no, he has the oil for the alchemy jug. This is where it's sourced from. <laughs> uh, oh, God. I don't like that because That's that means good. that all the other things are sourced from a singular being too, and I don't want to think about what makes the mayonnaise. <laughs> nope, nope. It's more nope, of a collective effort, nope, the mayonnaise. Nope, 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 nope. It's also Asper. Asper does play a hand in the mayonnaise. Oh, please, no. <laughs> Not to be confused with Jasper. So I don't I see mean, anything through the night. Can we please get to morning? God. So uh, the morning arises. Um, again, you guys wake up, and there's way more festive bells um, kind of on the air alerting you that it, it's time to begin your morning. Um, you awake, and you go downstairs, and just like when you guys were checking in and last night at the party, you see very, very many teams of and families of the teams that have started, like, gathering for breakfast. They're chowing down on a, another incredible spread of food. On the way down, can I just, like, speak with ALR real quick and just so I don't know exactly how today is going to go Ryan is abnormally cranky by the way wait so Ryan is crankier than normal cranky ass Ryan yes that's not good nope this will be great I just need to clarify this one Ayla if an emergency situation arises such that we need a distraction please tell me you have adequate spells necessary to light oil. Oh, oh my god! She's <laughs> <laughs> gonna fry our little chicken hey boy! There, boss. We don't need to be banned from this land. Aylar, Aylar's gonna... Aylar's gonna pat her shoulder gently like, I miss espresso too. You see Ryan weep a single tear. <laughs> Aww. So you guys settle in for breakfast, um, if you want, or you could just say fuck breakfast and go straight towards the competition space. It's up to you. Yeah. At this point, I'm pretty sure we're all, like, sprinting for the competition space. <laughs> okay. Nisa does sprint for the competition space, but I feel like she, like, grabs a couple scones from, like, the continental breakfast. If there is a coffee, Ryan will grab that, but beyond that, she's like, no, I need to be done with this. I need to get back to some sense of normalcy. I need the Ricks. <laughs> I'm glad I could derail enough of normalcy for her that she needs the Rick. Hold on, hold on. Don't let, let's not confuse things. It wasn't you. <laughs> we know who the guilty culprit is here. <laughs> I am. I am still in, at, at help for that. Um. <laughs> so. Uh. Yeah. Wait. 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 Uh, I have some meat hidden in my clothes. Uh, can I offer the team some before I start eating it? Ryan refuses. Yes. Horrifying. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna Nisa eat. just like, you hold your hand out and Nisa just like slowly pushes it back towards your chest. I'm like, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, I'd like to mm-mm. eat the meat that I had hidden in my chest. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So, yeah, you guys uh, quickly grab to go breakfast, um, and you head on over towards, um, you know, where there's a large, again, crowd of people walking towards, um, assuming that to be the direction of the competition space. 
Um, you see, it's kind of set up, like, you know how in most um, Renaissance festivals, when they set everything up for the king and queen, they've got that upper higher podium that overlooks onto, like, a jousting space? So that, that's pretty much, like, it's a big open field of, like, recently plowed snow um, past, like, where everything had just been cleared from the night before from all of the snow that had landed. And there's a bunch of, like, wooden, like, bleacher-type spaces that have been, like, created on each side for all of the people who are coming to watch this competition. And I need one of you, you can decide who, um, to roll me a d6. I can't believe I'm saying... I volunteer as tribute. I was gonna say we should let Jasper do it, but... I don't know how oh, to wait, count. Oh, yeah, Jasper should do it. Oh, wait, oh, God. What's a d6? No, bingo, you Oh, never mind, I got this. <laughs> What's a d6? Oh, God! Bingo! What have you done? Bingo, no! <laughs> I'm kidding. I rolled a six. Nice. You rolled a six? I did. Oh, perfect. Okay. So you There guys... are six behemoths we need to fight. <laughs> oh, wait, really? Oh. Um... <laughs> Alright, let's see here. You guys um, check in, and um, for the first, first part of the competition, and the person checking you in is like, oh. Oh, okay. Looks like they got you all signed up for, uh, hmm, Tug of Wolf? Tug of Wolf. Alright. Uh, and he points you over to this, like, space where you see this, like, pack of wolves? There's, like, four wolves hanging out. And, um, there's a big-ass rope that the leader wolf is carrying around in his mouth. And you hear from the podium a gruff, manly voice that I'm never going to be able to actually replicate. Uh introduce the start of the competition to everyone and you guys assume that this is this is clover's father menda and uh he he starts off by by greeting everyone he says thank you all for coming i i know that this is a very big event for many of us and i look forward to seeing what our competitors have to bring to the table for our entertainment today and and I look forward to introducing the first competition of the day to kick things off with... And he looks down at a paper that was handed to him very quickly by Ren. Tug of Wolf! And everyone cheers, and uh, an artifice kind of light appears over you guys in the middle of the daylight. And the wolves run out onto the competition field, dragging this big-ass rope behind them. And he continues, he says, Now, our competitors today are going to have to... Prove if they are worthy of of this feat of strength against our against our handsome wolves, who who are known as the beefy tug of war squad. Why is that their name? Wait, I I have something to confess. Yes. These muscles are just for appearance. I'm very weak. My bones are made of glass. I'm so fragile. <laughs> I am. Put, have fun with this one. I put the hand on Jasper's shoulder and says, Don't worry. I'm sure you'll be able to fulfill a role admirably. After all, they look hungry. I still have more meat in my room. You did happen to stuff yourself with meat, which was probably not bright. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Cranky, non-caffeinated, adequately Ryan. <laughs> espresso, you had some caffeine, just not adequate caffeine. Not espresso. So, um, how 
how this is gonna work is it's since there's there's four of you, um, I'm gonna have each of you go and roll a a strength check, basically like per round, and we're we're gonna do that, and the kind of winner of that round will will decide if it's a win lose or tie situation. Can it be athletics? I mean, I feel like. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, athletics is probably specific of strength. Very um, much is. It's the only skill check associated with strength. Yeah, so so athletics. Good. I'm proficient at that. If we if we could figure out a way around doing it that way, are we allowed to do that, or is that like against the rules of the competition? You you may um, you may present your points, and I will decide if if they would allow that. Troublemaker Christina is trying so hard not to say yes, lay it in lay it on me. I want to hear your dumb bullshit. <laughs> I want to know what it is so bad. Can I use a spell? That that was what Drew was asking, yeah. If you can figure out a way for this to work that, that would work for that, then I want to... Christina wants to say do it! But the young Christina says no. I'd like to cast Suggestion. And it's a... Uh, it's a saving throw of wisdom. Okay. Okay. Uh, and is I it on a, is it on a single person? Is suggestion a single target? Uh, sorry. Let me look. I think it's only one. Yeah, it's one. You notice of the four wolves, just to kind of give you a little bit of who you might want to target. Um, there is a kind of more fluffy, angrier, snowier looking wolf of all of them, and then the other other three are just regular like regular wolves covered in snow. The angry floof boy. The angry floof boy. He floof, but he also boof. Okay, so I can make them do anything as long as it doesn't hurt them. That's good. Yeah, I'd like to try to to cast it on the floofiest of all the floofs. Okay, what's your spell save? Uh, 14 for wisdom. So, what were you trying to suggest? Uh, I want it to pull towards us. So, like, turn around in line and pull against the other wolves with us. So, what, what, so that's what you attempt to do. Okay. What the floofiest boy does is he growls angrily, and you get this, like, super, super angry, mean look at, at you guys, and he pulls even harder. Oh. (laughs) That's all I got, guys. I mean, you guys still can roll. I think the strength check, the suggestion failed, so you're still you're still gonna have to roll the strength check. I'll say that um, uh, Jasper can roll the strength check first, since that was his attempt at suggesting. Okay. Um, I got a 18 minus two athletics. Yeah, so I got a 16. I'm sorry. What did you say you got on the dice again? I got an 18, and then it's minus two, so it's a 16. Oh my fuck! You weren't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're gonna die. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, let's see how our angry, angry boy does. He is too distracted being angry, and somehow Jasper's slick, oily hands <laughs> get better grip on the rope, and you guys actually do win that round. Hooray! This game is fucking wild. <laughs> It works somehow. <laughs> Our negative two modifier weak bird boy managed to do it. Holy fuck. It was it was very close that round, but not quite. Who's next? 
I mean, I have a plus five fucking athletics. I can just try and do a straight roll. I don't have any fun things I can do, but... That's fine. Ryan Strunk. Strunk Ryan. Hopefully Ryan actually decides to roll well for fucking once. There we go. Okay, I got the uh, same thing Bingo did on the die, but that means I got a 23. <laughs> well, yeah, Ryan's just pure decaffed self is going to rage through that one, and uh, the wolves don't stand a chance. I just one arm just yanked them like, I am done with this! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so I would like to go next, and uh, I really hope this plan works, because I don't um, I don't think I can make it work the traditional way. Um, Jasper has a minus two. I think it's possible. <laughs> someone else might also have a minus two. What the shit, people? <laughs> I am intelligence-based. <laughs> I needed a dump stat. I was like, there's no way I'll need to use strength. And here we are. So I have a different plan that I hope works. What, do you, what, is, your, what is your secondary attempt? So um, she fishes through her little like uh, bag there again. And she pulls out a set of goggles and like um, pops them on and then taps them. And you can kind of see like some magical runes sort of uh, flash over on the side. Uh, as these are Eyes of Charming. Because I get three infusions, and I can use, um... I used uh, two of them to imitate other items, one of which were the Eyes of Charming. Okay. Um, and it has three charges of, uh, Charm Person that I'm gonna try to use on, um... I guess the main big boy wolf. Fluffy boy? Yeah. Okay. And that's, um... It's gonna be a DC 13 wisdom save. Okay. And I'm gonna say, hey, can I, um, just have that, please? The, the rope? He growls, and he pulls harder. Oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I'll roll it. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. So that was a 16 on the die. So that's 14. <laughs> the wolves pull... Wait, 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 wait. I do have one more thing I can do. Oh, okay. I am going to use... Um, shit, what is it called? Uh, it's an artificer feature. Now, hold on. Before you do whatever your artificer feature is, I will let you know, you know there's at least three other rounds of competitions that you guys have to get through. I... I need to, like, get past this. Because <laughs> If you have Mage Hand, you could add that for an extra few pounds of force. Only up hand. to ten. I was going to use, um... Yeah, up to ten pounds. I was going to use my, uh, my Flash of Genius. Um... This is the 7th level ability. You gain the ability to come up with solutions under pressure. When you or another creature you see within 30 feet of you makes an ability check or saving throw, you can use your reaction to add your intelligence modifier to the roll. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Okay. What which is like? plus 4. So that's an 18. <laughs> that's much more better. She's like pulling it and she's like, wait a minute, I know science! And then like thinks of some science shit and just kind of kicks snow at the wolf in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> like a true scientist. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know science. Snow. <laughs> She's like, Wait a minute. Why am I pulling with my muscles? I could be pulling with my brain and also kicking snow in its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so the wolves almost topple Nisa over, but then the snow happens and the snowy wolf is kind of like releases it just enough that you guys meet so it's it's a tie that round i'll take it 
Yay! <laughs> Let's high five, but not too hard. I have three more of those. So, so these, at this point, you guys have two wins and one tie. Um, so the wolves, the wolves are kind of like sad, and their tails are are not wagging nearly as fiercely anymore. But there are four rounds, so you guys do still have to do the fourth round, even though the wolves know they've lost. Fair enough. Have fun, Aylor. Okay. Um. Well, I guess I won't waste a spell slot on this, and I'm just gonna roll strength. Okay. Oh god, why did it roll away from me? Do you have negative two strength as well? No. Let's say I can't, can't be the only one. I have. I rolled a 14. Okay, the wolves are too sad, and they just let go of the rope, and they don't oh, want to play anymore. Oh, I feel kind of bad. Oh. They, they rolled a. Can I pet the wolf? They rolled a four plus four, so eight. You can you can attempt to pet the wolf. I want to attempt to pet the wolves. I feel so bad. Do you have animal handling? Yeah, you have to roll me an animal handling for that. And they don't like you guys very much right now. I think I should try and stop her. I I would like to rescind my offer to try to pet you, the wolf. You want to pet them, feeling a little bit bad, but Ryan just like grabs you by the head, like no. <laughs> Nisa's like, yeah, that's probably fair. I was totally gonna see if I could use polymorph and turn them into puppies. That is a that is a fourth oh, level that spell. We are on <laughs> contest one. I know. Yeah. All right. So next next round, who wants to roll the d6 for? All right, I'll take it this time. Okay. Four. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I like this one. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, it sounds like it'll be really easy. <laughs> I mean, it is probably. So you guys, you guys see Menda stand back up. Um, you notice he he does kind of uh, put his weight a little bit more on on the staff, as though he's almost like a little too tired already for it just being the morning. And you guys see him look down. He's like, "All right, the next competition from these competitors is it's raining, dear Ren. Why did you come up with this name?" And the game is called It's Raining Deer. And he sighs. You all must catch four deer, but they also can fly. What? What? Mm. I'll admit, the slow burn to catch what you were doing was infuriating. Oh my god, I didn't realize that. I thought they were just deer with wings. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Look, I'm snorting. Does one of them have a glowy nose, or will we get copyrighted? Shit, is Rudolph like a copywritten character, or is he just like some Absolutely like, some not. folklore shit? <laughs> I, I will say that I don't know if they came up with him afterwards. I will say that these 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 ones are not any kind of glowing noses or anything, but they are they are very elaborately um, adorned adorned with bells and other such colorful items to mark them as the deer you must catch. So they are flying deer. Um, you you again must try to catch them. Um, a success on uh, catching more than two of them will will win you the round. What is the check? And if you say strength again, I will be so upset. Um, so you must succeed on a DC 12 grapple check. That would be strength. 
<laughs> or, or if you have another another type of magical spell that can restrain a creature, you may use that instead. Does it have to be restrained, or can we just hold it? I don't like the way you said that. Like, if someone were to hypothe- Huh? <laughs> I just want to hold it. Does it like, count if we- <laughs> I mean, you, you can also- you can also convince it, like, via- I'm- I'm- yeah, via an animal handling check to come down to the ground with you, if you can figure out a way to get close enough to attempt that. Okay, what if someone, like, rides on it? Hypothetically. If you can convince it to come down to the ground while you ride on it, then yes. I'm a bird. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, Bingo can straight up fly. How do you keep yes. forgetting this? Yes. Cause it's, <laughs> I don't know. Like, most D&D characters can't straight up fly. It's, it is it's a so useful. Broken. If I wasn't so, you know, stupid and weak, I think it'd be broken. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the only, like, person that we could trust with flight on their character to not use it horribly. Yeah. Yeah, I did purposely give myself terrible stats. Well, to not use it, like, in a game-breaking way, just to use it in a way that breaks our minds and our sanity. (laughs) Fair. Okay, so how would you guys like to approach the the reindeer? Bingo can do her thing of flying. We gotta gotta rein them in. something for Ryan real quick, because I may have a dumb thing I can do. Okay. I, too, have a dumb idea. Okay. But bingo first. So if I get on it midair, does that count? You have to convince it to come down to the ground with you somehow. Lame. Uh, okay, I have an idea. How tall are reindeer? Um, they are medium creatures, so... Hmm, five feet tall? Four to five feet tall? The ones with antlers may be a little taller. And are there many males? It, it looks to be split down the middle. Two male, two female deer. Can I cast Minor Illusion to look like a very beautiful female reindeer? What's the language on Minor Illusion? That could illusion? backfire in ways that you're not expecting. Are well, you sure? Well, it's just an illusion. Like, I, I wouldn't actually be a reindeer. Um... Is this a Norse god by the name of Loki who can tell you how they're going to go real far south real fast? <laughs> Next thing you know, dad's uh, riding your baby into battle, and that's just awkward. Uh, you can create an image of an object no larger than a five-foot cube. It can't create sound, light, smell, or any sensory effect, and physical interaction with the image reveals it to be an illusion. Um, if the creature uses its action to examine the sounder image, the creature can determine if it is an illusion with a successful intelligence investigation check against your spell save DC. Okay. If the, uh, the creature discerns the illusion for what it is, the illusion becomes faint to the creature. So you guys were told earlier that Deerling was very stupid, and um, if you would like to assume that this applies to most other deer as well... Then this plan could work. I explain it to Ryan and see if she has, like, ropes ready to catch things or grapple with, because she is strong. I look to ALR and say, can you get them roughly ten feet in the air? Or, like, ten feet from the ground? Am I absolutely gorgeous? Do that, I'll drag them down. Okay. So, let me roll just to see if they can decide somehow that this is not... 
a real deer. I don't have high hopes for them. Get it? Because they're in the air? What did you say your spell save DC was? 14. It's 14, okay. Yeah, I really don't think they're going to save this. Hold on. <laughs> no, that's a 3. <laughs> it was a 7 on the die, minus 4, so a 3. Minus 4? Jesus. Yeah, so you know that you know that scene stupid. from Hercules when um, Pegasus is led astray by pain and panic, dressed up as a female Pegasus. Yes. In their best My Little Pony cosplay. <laughs> the two the two male deer like look over and they see uh, Alar's fake female deer impersonation and they get the auga look in their eyes and they immediately sprint down towards towards you like sleigh bell sounds and all. <laughs> Once they're roughly 10 feet off the ground, I'm going to spend a key point to cast Step of the Wind, jump 10 feet in the air, and grapple the fuckers. Okay, so that'll be two different um, grapple checks. That is quite alright. And I think I roll your opposed strength. There's mine dexterity. I don't remember. You can, uh, the way grapples work is that the grappler has to use strength, but the escapee can use either strength or dex. Uh, that being said, good luck beating a 22 on that first one. No. <laughs> nope, they are they are fully still entranced with the fake Alar deer. They uh they did not did not do very good at all. At all. One of them got a uh one of them got a 4 and one of them got a 12. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, so they coming down with me. Okay, so you have you you have two deer. <laughs> they have, you have two deer, so you must catch one of the female deer that is up in the air. Okay, can I fly up uh, to one of the remaining deer? Sure. Okay, I'm going to try to get on its back. Okay, roll me animal handling. Okay, that's a deep... Oh my god, I have a positive modifier on this. Yay! Okay, I got a 10 plus 3. That's a 13. Okay, so you get on its back. Yes. It's not super thrilled about this, but you're on its back. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try to soothe it and then guide it down. Okay. Um. All right. So yeah, roll. Roll me another uh, animal handling check to see if you can try to maneuver it to the ground. Oh, rough. I, I got a four plus three, a seven. You did better than it did at trying to buck you off, so uh, you you very ungracefully do manage to kind of slam it into the ground. I will not say lift it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what Jasper was <laughs> <before>. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's like bucking and hitting him in the face, and Jasper's like, it's cool, you guys, I got oh, it. This is my best friend. <laughs> 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 okay, so you guys have successfully <clears throat> beaten two of the competitions. Um, you know that there are two more left. So one of you can roll me a d oh, d4 now. Bingo again. <laughs> Why again? Because you're our guest. <laughs> I'm so stressed out. <laughs> I don't even know how to play. <laughs> one. Oh no, it's Tug of Wolf again. Well, I, you know that I can't count, Christina. I got a one. <laughs> Ooh. Alright. Now it's Beholder Ball! Fight a Beholder! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Alright. This one's probably literally my favorite one. You said that about the last one. 
so he, he stands up again. He's like, all right, for our third competition of the evening, we have Play Grunger. And everyone starts cheering, and the crowd kind of stands up and starts stomping their feet. And, um, and you notice at the very end of the, the field appears this uh, kind of flag-looking like area. And, um, as if it was manifested. And he continues to explain, You all must cross the vast sea of things being hurled at you. And make it to the flags without no getting knocked over. And this is a, this is a fun little, um, fun little frogger reference and you notice next to you is actually um another another team that steps up and he says before your competing team and they're all these little tiny frog people and um ryan you would know that these are these are little tiny grunges from uh from just all of the the vast knowledge and stuff that you have acclimated from being the leader of damned Christina, I, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but they're called Grung. I like Grunge better. I thought they were called Groge. <laughs> <laughs> are they Grunge, Rock, Grung? Like, are they wearing flannel and, like, listening to, um, lithium? You need to stop. So anyway, the Grung, the Grung is, the gr <laughs> I, I, like, I think Grunge sounds better than Grung is. No one said Grung is. <laughs> the Grung guy? <laughs> the Grungles. There's multiple of them, there's four of them. And in case you were curious, um, also per Sophia, the names of these Grunguses are <laughs> Ted, Tub, Eduardo of Destruction, and Kai. Oh? I like Eduardo of I Destruction. I like Kai. <laughs> I like Ted. The leader feels we, If up. we just kill these things, then we don't- then we can just, like, leisurely go through the course. Finally, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> So you guys have been told you have to try to cross this, like, essential valley without getting knocked over by shit that's going to get thrown at you. Um, and so, uh, at least for this one, at least one person must succeed at pulling the flag that is, a like, on your side. So, to answer your question, yes, you could murder these poor little frog people <laughs> and keep them from getting the flag, but you still have to get your flag. I, I would like to I would like to ask and like you continue what you're talking about as I'm asking for like just general uh, knowledge is there a referee I mean the literal king of Keani Falls is watching over you I know but it's like is there like a, a referee on the field though like someone who's gonna be like foul play go back 20 someone feet. who looks like they might have like I don't know really low wisdom saving scores <laughs> I assume is the question. I don't know. Is there a ref? I, I will know, not. Is, is there a referee? There, there is not a referee, but you do have to contend with a crowd of angry people that may throw things harder at you if they don't like what they see. Damn it! Wait, can I ask a question real quick? Yes. Do we all have to pass the finish line? No, only one of you needs to go get the flag. Okay, I have a question. Okay, so I'll just take the lightest person and I'll just fly above everything, and then we'll reach the end. You're still gonna get shit chucked at you. But... I appreciate the two-dimensional thinking you have. Oh my god, Christina figured out the like the age-old like way to defeat 
every sport in D&D and that she made it so that the crowd can throw shit at you. <laughs> That's what Void Ball was missing. We've seen two examples of people trying to like put sports in D&D and it fails horribly because the power of flight exists. I could cast haste on you. And the valley's about about 180 feet Damn. long. So close. Actually, wait. Hold on one second. Katie, read me haste. Choose a willing creature that you see within range until the spells a spell ends. The target's speed is doubled. That's all it I gains... needed to hear. <laughs> okay. It also gains a plus two to AC. Don't even fucking care about that. I can clear this in a round. And has an advantage on dexterity saving throws. I can clear oh. this in a round. All right, so let's I'm guessing it. that's what you guys do. Let's let's see it. Yep. Okay. Do you haste me? I haste I you. I spent another key point to step of the wind again. Further, uh, so so my speed is doubled. My base speed is 45, by the way. Okay. So I'm now up to 90. Well, so 90. And I can now use a dash as a bonus action. So I'm just going to just run 180 fucking feet, which I believe was the exact number you just gave. Yep. And get the flag, thank you. I feel like it's like, all right, and go. <laughs> Every single one of these contests has just been Ryan becoming increasingly more and more done because the prior day was just her getting fed up of Jasper and wanting to go home more than anyone. <laughs> yeah, Pretty much. But Jasper hasn't been a huge hindrance. No, really hasn't. I would like to remind everyone. <laughs> I haven't He's actually like come in pretty fucking clutch. <laughs> I haven't ruined anything on purpose. Again, so I need that. to specify. This is Ryan's opinion, not mine. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't suspect that you didn't like me until now. And now I'm sus. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on to the next game now, right? I was like to say that, like, I like to say that, like, Nisa seeing Ryan clear that challenge so quickly, like, literally sheds a single tear, and she's like, I'm gonna get home in time. <laughs> I feel like Ryan has completely forgotten about the promise to Nisa at this point. Oh. <laughs> The crowd has been cheering, and a couple people have, like, preemptively started throwing small things onto the field, and then you just zoom over, and everyone's like, aww, and they sit back down, all holding, like, chairs and shit. <laughs> Next! <laughs> <laughs> Does Ryan do a dab? No, Ryan is too pissed off to dab. <laughs> Menda's, Menda's like, well, didn't, uh, didn't think that one. What happened? Never, never seen that before. And the grunges are like hopping around angrily. They're like, I just want to. And uh, they just go away angrily. And they're like, okay. And um, he begins reading off what would be the last competition of the morning. And he's like, all right, for the last competition that our fair travelers must compete in, they must face. And all of a sudden, Clover looks around and she's like, Dad. Dad, he's like, what? Honey, honey, what? I'm in the middle of something. And she's like, Dad, where'd your staff go? And uh, roll me a perception check, all of you. Oh, my balls. Okay, it's not terrible. Uh, 14. Okay. I got a 19. <laughs> I have finally been gifted a natural 20. That's better than my, my dirty 23, baby. Get it. So, yeah, no, Nisa, you and all of your excitement about getting home on time for this turkey <laughs> making that you're trying to do, catch another bird, angrily honking and dragging a staff badly. 
I hate you. <laughs> and this came up before before Gostrick. I hate you for what <laughs> you're doing. Gostrick, by the way, I want you to be aware of that. This was not because of the Gostrick joke. His name was Gustav. You know that. Gustav, whatever his name was, it was before Gustav. But I forgot about this fucker. I actually legitimately. That's a forgot really good name. Fucker. Yeah. So <laughs> not everything is completely random. Only most of my brain. Anyway, you guys notice the small but angry-looking goose dragging the staff away badly. Like, it's honking. It's like, wah! Wah! (laughs) And it's just full of rage. Just fear of guttural rage as it's trying to drag the staff away. And he's just like, I thought we killed all the geese, honey. And she's like, oh, fuck. Sorry, Dad. Deerling mentioned a fucking, um, angry, angry snake bird? Angry snake bird? I guess that's what he was talking about. I guess he's not so stupid. Oh my good golly gosh. That's really happening. Okay. Yes, there's that's a, my there's... cousin. That's <laughs> That's my cousin, uh, Gustopolis. Ryan, you were closest at the moment to this, this goose that is trying to drag this, this, um, staff away. Everyone else, you were 180 feet away. It's 180 feet away from us. Because it's by the podium which Ryan is by, which you guys are on the other end of because you did not partake in the last competition. Oh, shit. Oh, great. The melee character. That was... Fantastic. <laughs> which was complete coincidence. Okay, so what would you like to do, Ryan? How close is this thing to me? Uh, he's about... I mean, he's still close to you, but he's not, like, super close. I'd say he's probably about 45 feet. I'm assuming it's... Is it 45 feet up? Or can I run and get it? Yeah, no, it's like trying to, like, go down the stairs of this podium. Oh, oh it's on ground level. Yeah, like, like you know how, like... like ground no, level, say, like, 45 feet no, away. No, you know how, like, the podiums, like I said earlier, the podiums at, like, those Renaissance festivals, like, kind of go up pretty high. Like, I'd say that they themselves are probably about 20 feet in the air, and so this thing's about halfway down those stairs for the podium. And so he's probably about 30 feet feet away and then that whatever that diagonal is up so about 45 feet total away from you oh well shit i don't even need the fact that haste is still on me no now before i announce what it is i'm going to do i have one very important question i need to clarify with the group yeah who was it that uh wanted alar to go kick the bird i think it was bingo it was me (laughs) it was me you want to see dreams come true i do I really do. I'm going to run at this thing. Full fucking speed. And I'm going to punt that motherfucker right back up the stairs <laughs> and beat this fucking bird to death. <laughs> I'm imagining that, like, she kicked it up in the air and then did one of those backflip soccer kicks. <laughs> Just tell me how many times I need to hit the thing. I'm a monk with haste. I hit all day. That's a cool rap. Where'd you hear that? Oh boy. Ryan's boiling rage. <laughs> I need to know what you I need to know what you do during this round. Um so movement speed just to go up to it. Mm-hmm. And then while it would make more sense for me to use my overpowered flaming nunchucks. Mm-hmm. I did promise a bird punt. Mm-hmm. So I'm instead just going to do more traditional monk stuff and unarmed strike this motherfucker. Okay. As many times as I need to. <laughs> How many times is as I need to? Like, how many times can you hit it? Get 
that. Let's see, I have my one basic. I have... Katie, does haste give me multiple attack actions? Uh, plus two, advantage on dexterity saving. Additional, and it gains an additional action on each of its turns. Okay. The action can be used to take an attack, one weapon attack only, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object action. Okay. Which means I can attack this thing upwards of five times. And how much damage do you do each time? Oh my god. Uh, if I'm just doing straight unarmed, then that would be... 1d6 plus 4. I'm assuming the goose does not have a lot of hit points. You can assume what you would like about this goose. But I just need to know how many times you hit it. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll just keep on rolling it until this thing is done. Okay. You shouldn't you, like, roll the hit? Yeah, please roll to hit it. Uh, 17. Okay, you hit it. Alright. Should I just roll all my attacks and then do damage? Yeah. That's dirty 20. Okay. Extra a- action attack from haste 15. Miss. That's Ooh. Upsetting. Uh huh. You hit it. So you hit it twice. Uh, so far. Uh, bonus action. Um, empty hand. Well, apparently that's gonna miss because it's a 14 and this thing has mm-hmm. dumb AC. Uh, mm-hmm. and then spending a key point for Floria blows. Okay. That's gonna hit. That's a 14 on the die. Okay. So I got three hits. Okay. How much damage do you do? Let's find out. Mm, not bad. 22 points of, of bludgeoning damage. Okay. So, as you quickly sneak up on this motherfucker, and you said you punt it? Yeah. In what direction? Back up the stairs. Okay. I'm not letting this thing get out into open territory. <laughs> so you, you punt this little angry shit back up the stairs, and it still manages to hold on to the staff. And it honks at you angrily, looking, like, not even phased by the fact you just kicked it up the stairs. And it goes, and it, like, jumps down the podium, not giving a fuck. And you hear Ren go, oh, no. And she looks over at you. She's like, so in the area, we have gotten reports of what people have started calling Goostras. Oh my fuck. No! It's a Goostra. It's a homebrew monstrosity that I am now extremely upset over. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, that's my family. <laughs> what? Why <laughs> tell? Would information like this not God be made very it. publicly available? Listen, that's my cousin. I will deal with you later. To be fair, there's a lot of random shit people see because they get lost in the snow, and then they get delirious because they get frostburn. So it's hard to know what's real and what isn't. And honestly, a multi multi angry goose is kind of one of those things that we chalked up to being fake. But I need all of you to roll initiative, please. You know, you guys would think that uh, the goose came from the bird side of my family, but he actually came from the the statue side. It's very interesting. You are insinuating 
that not only there was a living statue that fucked a pigeon, but that also there was a different living statue that fucked a goose. Listen, I'm not telling you what to think. I'm just telling you what happened. Oh, God. I rolled a 14. And I have a dirty 22. You said a 22? Yeah. Okay. I'm so powerful. Oh, wait, what were we rolling? Initiative. Initiative. Oops. That is... 14. I got a 21. Okay. I don't know if you heard, but I also got a 14, so... Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, so which of you two has the, the higher uh, bonus for initiative? I would imagine me. Probably. Pigeon boy. I have a, I have a plus three for initiative. I have a plus four. Wait, I thought Alar got the other 14. Oh, oh, yeah, I've got a plus three, okay. so she goes first. Jasper goes... So Jasper... You see this thing angrily jump down, staff still in hand, and it is now just on the ground, still pretty far away from you, but I would say it's probably close to 160 feet because it managed to clear a lot of that space as it kind of angrily fluttered down. 160 feet? Okay, um, yeah, I'm just gonna try to dash to it, um, I'm gonna fly dash, so I think when I fly I get 50 feet? Let me check that. So if I dash that's a hundred feet so I'm just gonna try to get closer to it and I'm gonna call out to it and I'm gonna say cuz wait up it it honks at you angrily that's that's just how family is sometimes <laughs> okay <laughs> uh Nisa I think that's you I can really only take a, a dash action to try to get closer and um what, what else could I possibly do no yeet my bodies? Uh, I still wouldn't be in range to yeet my body. So only a... Only a dash action. Okay. Uh, that leaves Ryan next. It is now on the ground again. But I assume with haste that you still make it. I could just fuck it. I mean, you said this thing just, like, jumped down, right? Yeah, it's it's just a little... It's a little bit further off from the podium. So from where the podium is on the ground, it's about 20 feet away from there because of the angle at which it jumped off. I, mean, I could probably just follow it that way. Okay, yeah, do what, do what you'd like. Okay. Since apparently, this is not a puntable duck. Goose. I, I need to actually try a little bit. So, let's do some dumb monk bullshit. Okay. So. Bring it. Now, I pull out the flaming nunchucks. I'm going to go ahead and make my uh, first attack at it. Okay. Ooh. Baby, baby, that is an 18 on the die. Okay, you're going to hit. Uh-huh. So, we're going to do two things with this hit. One, I'm going to spend a key point in order to do a stunning strike on it. Okay. Two, I'm going to spend another key point to also do... I, I think it's called a deft strike, but I get to like spend a key point to add like another... My martial arts die to the damage on this hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while I now grab way more dice than I did last time, uh, for this attack, go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, does a 19 pass? Yeah. I hope you know that was one of its bad stats. That is good to know, because unlike my adding additional damage thing, I am super not limited on the number of times I can stunning strike. Okay. Well, I mean, I am, but, you know, semantics. <laughs> It's a very different limitation. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that 
first one is going to be, uh, let's see, 15 bludgeoning damage and one fire damage. Okay. Second attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the 16 hit? Uh, are we, we go with rules of meat hits, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so it hits. Sounds familiar. Okay, cool. Uh, stunning strike again, please. Okay. Let's see here. I'm gonna stun this fucking thing and give us free damage. 18? God, I thought you said this was a bad stat. Yeah, I just rolled really good both those times. Stop that. The strength runs in the family. Ten more bludgeoning damage and five fire damage. Okay. Haste attack. Okay. That's a 15 on the die, so that's going to be another hit. How many points have I used? Let's see. One, two, three. Okay, I have two more. Stunning strike! Okay. Uh, Stun this goddamn thing, so help me. Huh? Seven. He's stunned! Okay. So is that until the start of your next turn, or how long does that last for? It's until the start of my next turn. Okay. And that is going to be nine bludgeoning damage and three fire damage. So ten. Yep, yep. Okay. And then I'll just do the I'll just do the one bonus action on arm strike. Oh. All right. Well. Um. So that was a nat one. Well. But it's stunned, so. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I did a lot of damage, and I did the thing I set out to do. I have virtually no key left, but you know what? I'm trusting all of my magical friends, when they eventually get over here, can do some things. Yep. Okay. So, uh, that is Alar's turn. So how far am I away from the goose? Uh, you're 160 feet from it. Seduce. Alright, so can I do a uh, flock of familiars now? Yeah. And um, do three venomous snakes. Can you summon them within range of it? Like, what? what is the summoning range on that? Also, real quick, is that a concentration spell? Mm-hmm. Okay, if you do that, I won't be hasted anymore. Oh, okay, well, then I won't do that. I mean, I mean, you're also a conjuration wizard. You're gonna have to use concentration for something at some point. I'm more just pointing out that's gonna. Yeah, be a thing. but if I if I take haste off of you, then you lose a turn. Oh, oh shit! That's right. I forgot about that part of haste. Oh, oh, oh. That part we normally don't have to take into consideration because we just gain a point of exhaustion instead. I mean, you do have, you know. Like, who is within, like, uh, a good amount of distance of the, the goose? Like, it's just Ryan near the goose right now, right? Ryan and Jasper is closer to it. I think Jasper said that they are within 60 feet of it now. Yeah, I'm within 60 feet. They're saying, like, as far as, you know, if there was some kind of a spell that created some manner of ball of fire, the only one near it is uh, oh. uh, a monk who could probably pass a deck save and already has fire resistance because it's a dragon. Okay, first of all, that's not how that works. I'm a green dragonborn, so... Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot. However, I am a level 7 monk and have evasion. 
So, so I think probably just have to move closer. You know, you know what I also have that she could use a deck save to um evade is ice knife. Thematically appropriate. Fireball is also way stronger. Like I was gonna say, I will say this: this Duke, this this Duke, this Goose just looks angry, but looks virtually unfazed after Ryan hit it. I don't like that you said that because I used a lot of resources to hit this thing. You're you're all level seven characters, Jordan. Let me dream. This is an easy encounter according to how I made it. I'm gonna shoot a fireball. Okay, so that's a deck save, right? Yep. Well, what's your save? Your spell save? My spell save is 14. Yeah, no, it doesn't pass. So it'll take the full fireball. Yes. All right. 8d6. So All right, let's see here. 34. Okay. Thank God for evasion. <laughs> he is looking rather toasty. Ooh. <laughs> he's got a few He's got a few singe feathers. He's still up. So that brings it back to Jasper. Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you know what? I'm gonna cast Fireball, too. Okay. Oh, shit. You have Fireball? Yeah, I'm cool. God damn it, I'm the only one that doesn't get Fireball. Yep, you're the only one. Yep, it's only oh, yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Not the um, monk that also doesn't get Fireball. That doesn't get spells. <laughs> I'm gonna do a Fireball, and it's uh, Dex 14 save. Ryan's fine. Okay, so he does save, so he'll take half. 29. So half okay. of that? Yeah, so... 14? Yeah. Yeah, so still uh, still Toasty Bird. Uh, you, you smell the distinguished smell of, of a cooking bird in the air, but um, he is still angrily honking away. Um, he would be running around as if he was on fire, but uh, is currently stunned. And so it is now Nisa's turn. Alright, so Nisa now being like within appropriate range, uh, again fishes in her little like uh, handbag thing and pulls out um, this kind of um, odd looking wand that looks like it was kind of modified into halfway a wand, halfway some kind of a gun. Uh, her arcane firearm. Okay. And she levels it at the goose and softly whispers to herself. Tonight I shall feed my family the holiday goose. <laughs> and um, she's going to cast Scorching Ray on it. Okay. Now, um, the arcane firearm, it allows me to add a d8 of extra damage to like one like spell damage thing that's going at a particular person guy. Ah. And uh, Scorching Ray shoots three rays, so I'm going to apply the D8 to the first ray, and we're going to hope that it hits. Okay. No. <laughs> Is it a <that> nat 20? <laughs> Alright. Oh no, that's a 20. That's a 20. Alright. Here's a real question. Do we use my day. crit rules? Yeah, no, we're oh still using the regular God. crit rules. So go ahead, roll that nasty, nasty crit oh damage and see what God. happens. All right. So what's the, what's the the max base that we're dealing with at least? All right. So each ray is two d6 fire damage, and then like I have the added d8 to it with my arcane firearm. Oh my God! This is gonna. So be there's a three rays times sixteen times another twenty-four plus another twenty-four. 
So three times sixteen. So the only the first ray gets the the D eight. Oh okay. I, I I would I would say I need to roll to hit for each of the rays. So this is just one ray. Oh okay. It's not quite so horrible, but it's the two like so. Remind me again. It's um it's the max that the die could roll for a crit added on. Yeah. Yeah, add it on. So what? It, so you could do a max. Uh, so that'd be twelve plus eight. Uh, so that'd be twenty, plus whatever I roll here, which is uh, fourteen. So twenty plus fourteen, thirty-four. Okay. Right, so the next uh, attack is going to be eighteen. To hit. That's eighteen to hit. Oh yeah, you hit. Ten damage. Okay. And the last one. 22 to hit. That hits. And that will be... 6 damage. Okay. That is all of my things I can do, I think. Okay. Yeah, so this this goose is starting to look real cooked. Really, really cooked. One could say the goose has been cooked, but not quite yet. He is He's still honking angrily, still alive, looking way less alive than before. But still hanging in there, just on pure angry spite. Nisa is like way too aggro right now. She's like, I'm gonna fucking eat you! I'm gonna serve you up with I'm gonna serve you up with gravy and tasteful hors d'oeuvres! I'm gonna make sure the presentation of the plating is perfect. Alright, Ryan. The real question is canned or fresh cranberry? You know, um, it's weird. Fresh cranberry, I'm not a savage. <laughs> I'm fine with people eating birds, but it is a little bit weird when I'm related to it. Would it be weird for me to eat my own cousin? Probably not. Yeah, just don't think about it. Yeah, that's true. Ryan? Okay. So, um... Do I want to try and... I only have one more key point. I don't know if I want to try and, like, stunning strike this thing again, just buy us an extra round, or if I just want to just use literally every attack I have available to me. I will say that it's a very toasty-looking goose. Like, he is, like I said, he is hanging in there on pure spite. Every attack of my arsenal it is. First one. That's... A big meaty 11 to miss. Yep. Ryan, stop this. Stop this right now. 15 misses, right? Uh, yes, um, it does. Wait, how close is Ryan to me? Did you move last time? I... I forgot to move last time. I didn't move. I mean, we can we can just retcon and say you moved if you, if you had movement available to you. Okay, I'm I'm 25 feet closer. <laughs> I am very lying. small, and I'm doing my best. <laughs> Just she angrily runs over a meaty 25 feet. Okay, but yeah, so you're uh, what is that 135 feet away from Ryan? Never mind, you're too far away from my genius advice. <laughs> it, it's okay. But I you're... appreciate the effort. I still have three more attacks. I will say that um, you aren't too far away for for this, and that um, Ren like claps as she's like, "Come on, guys, cheer them on!" in like a mimicking voice to Clovers. 
Um, and you are going to get... What the fuck is her inspiration? Uh, I believe it's a D8. Yeah. You have a is D8 Reno Bard? inspiration. She is. Nice. Yes. Oh my okay. god, Changeling Bard, the most, like, unstoppable force on this earth. I love her. Hey, you're not the king. Yes, I am. Well, I believe that. So I just wasted that inspiration. Cool. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Um, well, I guess I would, wouldn't use the inspiration until after the roll. I just kind of rolled them simultaneously. Okay. But but my d20 was a one. No. Oh. Why do you guys only get to be the one to roll that 20s and I roll that once? This is bullshit. You gotta put that dice in dice, man. I know. Man. You're supposed to be the most badass one here. Fuck off! I kicked it, okay? I'm the get one your that. shit together! I mean, oh, Ryan a... was a real one throughout the challenges, though. Yeah, yeah I really didn't was. see you running 180 fucking feet. Piss off! <laughs> that was pretty impressive. 18 to hit! Yeah, that hits. Rolling damage! Motherfucker! God damn it. Those fucking... Eight bludgeoning one fire. God damn it. Okay. I'm just imagining, like, the goose, like, nimbly dodging all of Ryan's attacks, and, like, every time it ducks underneath or hits, it, like, honks right in her fucking face. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. It's, it's just, like Wah! three inches from her. <laughs> Fortunately, I still have one last key point, and goddammit, Flurry of Blows is happening! Okay. I was really hoping that would have been that 20. That would have been so fucking hype. Uh, but that is still a dirty 20 to hit. Okay, so you hit. On, do good damn it! <sighs> it's not the worst. That is 11 bludgeoning, one fire. Okay. So, you you go at this thing angrily after missing a bunch. And you, like, hit it with your nunchucks, like, back to back. The crowd is cheering you on, just watching this thing get walloped across the field. And, like, that last lick of fire damage, like, crushes its skull in. Yes! <laughs> Finally! <laughs> I don't know how to Is that in character? Is Ryan just like, ah! <laughs> yeah! Maybe I'm going and, like, work in the family. crowd, like, who do you love? <laughs> Yes, so the Goostra has been cooked. Boo. And the staff is just laying next to it, um, and you see you see Clover kind of helps her father down, um, Ren supporting his other self as he kind of like hobbles on over and like picks it up. And he, he looks over at you, and he's like, Thank you. I uh as Ren mentioned, we did not quite take any of those reports quite seriously enough because how could you? It's a multi-headed goose that people call a goostra. So That's probably fair. If I may be blunt, if you had any idea some of the things that I have seen, or that most people outside of this village have seen, you would have taken that maybe even the slightest bit seriously. So, if I may be a professional in this one to the best of my abilities, 
the next time someone says that there is a potential threat to your town in any way, maybe at the very least, look into it! And Ryan just walks off angrily, grabs the goose's head, and drags it with just pure rage strength. <laughs> I love it. He doesn't even, he doesn't even blink. He's just like, whatever. Like, not even phased by you being angry. As far as everyone else, Nisa, I have your goose, we're going! Perhaps we may be able to call this round one. <laughs> yes. So, as you angrily, angrily drag off the goose, uh, everything is, is pretty much, uh, pretty much closed up there. You, um, you hear him not even miss a beat and doesn't really even care about whatever you just yelled at him. And so he stands tall and lifts his staff above him. He says, well, that was, that was quite a battle and certainly enough of, of a crowd pleaser to go ahead and pass along the right of the keeper to my daughter. And he hands the staff over to Clover and she raises it into the air and it takes on a new form as she attunes with it. It's no longer no longer a staff as it was for her father. It actually takes on the form of a bow and um, it has very similar bright bells and colorful balls adorning it on the upper and lower limbs. And instinctively almost, she goes ahead and she shoots an arrow into the sky and a pyrotechnics goes off in the middle of the day. And everyone cheers loudly and you guys are all able to get back to your holiday holiday adventures of normality. Oh, can I Yay. add something? <laughs> yes. Uh, whether or not they like it, I tag along with everyone back home. <laughs> I, I can't go to my mother's uh, holidays because I killed my cousin and I don't want to face my aunt, so... <laughs> If you even attempt to come back with us, there will be multiple birds on that table. Listen, I'll be I'll get on any table that anyone wants, but I do think that we are best friends forever now, so here we are. Instead of that happening, Jasper, um, <laughs> what actually happens is Jasper, you look over into the crowd and you actually see someone that is very familiar to you. And to you, this is your all-powerful statue who keeps watch of you in hard times. And you know Ooh. to question or search for this great being any further would be blasphemous as his mighty marbleness only appears directly to those who are worthy. And he beckons to you. <laughs> you know I go. <laughs> Do we see this? Roll me a perception check. Absolutely. I gone. I do not. <laughs> Yeah, that's 16. Fucking shit! I see it. <laughs> I also yeah, see it. Nisa, Nisa and Alar both see this. What does the guy look like to us? A vampire. <laughs> oh, well. I, I feel like Nisa just kind of like looks over at Alar and is like, I think we can agree that we don't need to intervene in that. <laughs> I, yes, absolutely. Shall we go home? I suppose we shall.
Hey guys, thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to listen to the end for a little blooper that didn't make it into the episode proper. Bragging those at the end of each episode as a little something to those who listen until the very end. But before that, we have some plugs and promotions. For anyone in the South Charlotte area, check out Just Cheesecakes by Tina Rose on Facebook. They're a local bakery that specializes in, you guessed it, cheesecakes. They do custom orders and delivery, so it's a quick and easy way to satisfy your sweet tooth. We are also partnered with Blackfeather Graphics. They've helped us with the show before, designing our logo and official art used on our social media. They've recently started to specialize in apparel, so check them out at blackfeathergraphics.com. Finally, our own Drew McLean is the fitness genius behind Kinetic Concepts. When he's not reciting the holy scriptures of Bahamut, Drew is a personal trainer that customizes your workout to your own needs. He's helped me get in fighting shape and is also helping my brother to prepare for a marathon. To get yourself in shape, just find Kinetic Concepts on Instagram. If you want to support the show, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Agents of Damned and on Twitter at Agents of D. We also have a Patreon at Agents of Damned where we post episodes a week before their standard release alongside our after show, Peek Behind the Screen, where we talk about what happened in the episode and what we think will happen next. Finally, check out our website at agentsofdamned.wordpress.com where you can get access to full transcriptions of every episode and learn a little bit about the show's creators. Until next time, bye! was the night before Christmas, and the adventures were about. Not a creature was screaming except for a goose that went honk, honk, honk. Wait, are you subtweeting yourself, Jordan? I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, so Ryan subtweeting herself. Got it. Thank you for reminding me that I have alcohol. I can't believe your head is somewhere else. How do you live like that? What the actual fuck? <laughs> what the actual fuck? <laughs> You're bringing some real Big Beggy energy, and I don't know how to deal with it. Can we please move on to the next morning before things degrade any further? Like, my god. <laughs> Aelor teleports up to her, and he's like, How dare you be better dressed than me, and then punches her in the boob. <laughs> Good lord. I will not be upstage, karate kick. I was so worried about the bird, I forgot about Aelor, no! Aelor's been, like, sneaking, like, drinks this whole time, like, that's right, it's party Aelor now, what now? I kind of like the idea of me just appearing and no one explaining my existence, and then I disappear into a void. Much like Jasper, no one needs to know who Jasper is or why he's so oily. <laughs>